0: Hello and welcome to Slideways, the podcast that covers everything about Central PA Dirt Racing. I'm your host, Justin Owens, with Connor Mann, and today we have a special treat for you. We have two guests who are both Penn Ohio Pro Stock drivers from Hummingbird Speedway. They are Fuzzy Fields and Jim Animal Bloom. They are here to talk about the racing experiences, their cars, their rivals, and their plans for the future. You may remember Jim from Episode 3, where he shared some of his stories and tips. Now we have him back, along with Fuzzy, who is one of the most popular and successful drivers in the circuit. So buckle up and get ready for some dirt slinging action as we dive into the world of slideways.
1: And it's hey now, here we go, these cars ain't nothing slow, keep those pedals on the floor, gotta make them wanna come back for more, been here since the sun went down, white flag when we come back around, worked all week, it's time to race, gonna get a little bit slideways.
2: All right, Fuzzy, welcome. Jim, welcome back. Uh am gonna start off with a question, uh, for Fuzzy. What inspired you to start racing? Well, that's a long <laughs> Well, it's been a long time ago. My I guess it
1: started with me in cars when I was probably two, three years old, my dad. He he was into cars, fast cars, whatever. Never race cars, but you know just you know cars loud cars fast cars and that's what race cars are they're loud they're fast and they just always intrigued me um we didn't have a racetrack local you know to us for you know me to actually go race but when hummingbird decided they were opening back up it was like well build a car we demoed a lot of cars before that and my first year was a lot like that. So
3: just your first year
1: <laughs> well not just my first year <laughs> i built bigger bumpers and got better though but uh we took the number 28 on davy allison was uh probably my favorite driver in nascar at that point in time i was 28 years old so it kind of all made sense my cousin wore the 28 jersey in high school and we had run it on some demo cars and it just stuck
0: so what is your favorite track to race on and, and why?
1: Hummingbird's definitely my favorite track. I mean, it's more of uh it's more about the family orientation there for me. Um, we've turned a lot of laps on it, obviously, you know, over time we have, you know, learned a lot about it and we're usually pretty good there. I mean, we have our nights contrary to popular opinion sometimes or opinion period, <laughs> but, uh, Won a lot of races there. I really like the drone family. They've always treated me well. Um, the fans, I mean, I've had a lot of fans at Hummingbird, uh, acquired a lot. Uh, got a lot of haters too. It might be 50-50. I'm not sure which. Uh, but, I bet
3: it's
1: 60-40. 70-30 <laughs> these days.
3: Yeah, these days. <laughs> it's growing but, uh, by the day. Yeah.
1: So my my uncles had raced back there in the day, and my parents talked about it a lot. And Yeah, that's where they went and watched racing when they were kids. So it was always, you know, a want to, to go there. I can remember being 17 years old and hunting that place down. And I ended up on top of the hill one night. And the only thing that was racing that night was my heart, but I was there. (laughs) 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 It was all grown up, but (laughs) I I found it. I wanted to take the car on it then. And, uh, I mean, it was nothing but an old strip job and weeds at that point in time. Uh, What, what would you say
2: the most challenging part of racing is?
1: Ah, oh, boy, the lows. Um, there's highs and lows, and you know, I mean, there was times that you know we were we didn't win races. I can remember racing for fifth, sixth place, and you know, every time you gain one spot, it was great. It was like you had won a race. But man, after you win a race, the races after that, you know, it, there's no feeling like winning that first race. It's a it's a high that you can never get back so i would say the highs and lows of it all you know we had great seasons um dominating seasons but we've had seasons where we were just terrible couldn't get it right couldn't do it right um and those are low times i you know you leaves you with a lot of questions as far as yourself racing um yeah you can you can start pointing a finger at others pretty quickly and all they're they're fucking cheaters and they're this and that but you just need to get on your program and, you know straighten it back out and get back on top of things sometimes you just have to buck up
0: yeah yeah so back to your your racing program what what is your pre-race routine nap Take <laughs> <laughs> no not. Re- i mean uh, <laughs> I was, I thought I <laughs> the
1: now uh, that's the number one requirement now just uh getting guys together and trying to make sure we remember everything. It seems like it never fails. We'll get to the track and there'll always be that one stupid thing that we left at the shop, uh, transferring in between the garage and the, um, you know, trailer, uh, glasses are always a big thing for me or, you know, whatever. Cause if I lose those glasses and I'm like in a half of an, Anxiety attack. You know what I mean. They already say I can't see, and I'm running into shit on the track. If I got my glasses, I can say, "Fuck you! I can see everything perfectly fine. I'm doing this shit intentionally." You know, there's nothing <laughs> bad about it. But um, that's that's probably the biggest thing: just being prepared um, as far as the routine goes. Just hoping you have guys every weekend, or you know, somebody there to help you out. Every little bit helps. I don't care if somebody to run to get a wrench. When you're, you know, or somebody cleaning your helmet, putting your tear offs on, you know, everything, you know, everything helps. One less thing for you to worry
2: about. Exactly. Yeah, I do it eighty percent of the time by myself. And those eighty percent of the times when I get to the top of, I'm having an anxiety attack because I'm realizing my chin strap's not buckled, uh, something, gloves aren't on, something. I've got lots of help, thank God. I
1: mean, you know, my gloves, my glasses, my helmet, you know, all my stuff, you know usually I'll drag it out and I'll set it somewhere, but everybody else has to put it in order for me. So (laughs) once it's there and it's in order and they can send me on my way, I guess.
2: Um, you said the highest highs kind of reset with that first win. Um, it made the lows feel so much deeper. Uh, but what, what would be the most memorable race you've ever participated be in and why? Uh, the most, I mean, I got a lot of,
1: a lot of memorable races. Um, do you do you want to go with uh yeah you know, my highest uh what what I don't know which race hmm, I don't know how to
3: which one meant the most to you that.
1: The one that meant the most to me was uh the Penn ohio race I had won at Thunder Mountain um really wanted to win a race against that caliber of uh the caliber of drivers that we were bringing in at that point in time I don't care what night it is though any local racetrack you know everybody right now in our class i feel is fast you know i mean mm-hmm. to a point there's yeah there's a couple that are working on getting there but when when we race there's four or five of us it's just a dog fight and if you end up with you know 12 13 cars you can have eight or nine of them that are you know threats to win every weekend somewhere you know at a racetrack
3: there was there was one night for him that I remember really well, um, he came to the track that night and he was in the middle of Lowe's pretty deep, you know, and, uh, the amount of cars that showed up at Hummingbird that night and the, the guys that showed up, you'd have, you'd have thought it was a Penn Ohio show. And, um, I started on the pole. No, I started second.
1: Was it the week before the Penn Ohio show? Everybody showed up to practice? I think
3: so. Because you came to the track and you said, you said, if I don't do something tonight, I'm done. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, he's like, Frank's pulling the plug. If, if I don't, if I don't win tonight. And I'm like, and he spoke that into existence. I'll tell you, because I, I battled with Jamie Barber for a while. And like by mid race, it was fuzzy Jamie Barber and me. And then Jamie stretched out on me and Fuzz was on the top and just left all of us. So like I pulled into victory lane after and gave him a fist bump. And I'm telling you. There was, there was nobody else even considering winning that race that night. Like Frank might've been ready to be done, but fuzzy wasn't ready to be done that night.
1: <laughs> we didn't race a lot that year. And I was begging to race. I, I mean, I wanted to race and it come down as I like, ah, just leave that thing home. You can't compete with them, whatever. And I was like, listen, I said, I'll tell you right now. I said I'll make you a deal. I said, if I don't go over there and smoke their asses tonight, I said, I said, then we'll just hang it all up. We'll sell it all. And it's his stuff, but yeah, he can do whatever he wants. And he's like, I'll take that, bat, Marlin." I said, okay. So I'm thinking, you know, we're going to have six or seven cars, you know, whatever. You're not you're really a chance of disaster too much. And uh, we get there and there's 19 there cars at night. There's 19 cars. And they, yeah. the mass majority of them were, you know, the they were fast, Penn Ohio, you know, street stocks. And I was like, man, did I put my foot in my... <laughs>
3: he's, he's pretty anxiety ridden if you don't know him. So like he came over and he's like, "I'm fucking done. I'm
4: done. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight's my last
3: night. I'm done. I'm done." And what made it worse for me, I mean, as good of friends as we are, they dropped the green flag and uh, I went around on the bottom. And like I led, I led the first lap or two, it got by Barber and who and oh um, Joe Stran or however we say Joe's name, the four. Yeah. And caution come out so they restarted us so we dropped the green flag and we get down into one and two and and i'm digging on the bottom and i'm passing for the lead on the bottom and out of my peripheral we're four wide and i can see that black 28 car coming around the top ring and i'm like motherfucker i mean i don't want him to be done but i want to win this race too he stomped our ass He didn't
1: tell you about the 20 bucks I gave him at the end of the night to hold the rest of the guys up.
3: 20 bucks is 20 bucks.
2: That's what she said. That's how I funded my operation. That's right. Oh, God.
0: So what's the most important lesson you've learned as a a dirt car driver? Get out of the
1: car if you're having a really bad burning sensation from your chest to your neck. (laughs) You're probably having a heart attack. Don't be stupid, I guess. um I was pretty stupid. The last race I raced this year <clears throat> i was uh I was physically in rough shape, which was killing me mentally at the same time and uh don't don't be stupid i was I was being stupid bullheaded. I want to race so bad it probably about cost me my life technically because you know I wanted to be in that car, and that's what I wanted to do and we were in a points battle and Wanted to, you know, hang on to the points and we'd struggled so bad beginning of the year, you know, car was just horrible and, you know, got some really good help from my buddy here, Jim Bloom and, (laughs) uh, another buddy of mine, Denny, you know, Dresman, we were just, we were killing ourselves with this thing, trying to figure it out. But, uh, and once the racing got good, it was everything, it took everything I had to get out of that car and not race it so i guess if if you feel like you're having a heart attack i guess get the hell out
3: <laughs> yeah and you had you had wrecked what two weeks prior
1: the week before
3: the week before and there was it was two weeks. Oh, it was two weeks yeah, yeah uh, it was. and uh there were signs that night because yeah. they, they took you in the ambulance that night
1: yeah my my enzyme levels were definitely high that night but they had come back down that night and um my doctor had actually cleared me on Thursday to race against everybody else's better judgment. Everybody's better judgment, but mine, of course, oh, because, yeah. you know, I was racing probably regardless, but well,
3: and I was, I was probably just as bad. Cause like we were, it was a points battle between the three of us, you know? And I'm like, I don't want to see anybody else, whether it's me or Jimmy or whoever win this points without you driving. So I was like, <laughs> you're cleared. Yes. <laughs> yeah i should have known better
1: (laughs) well i was i was cleared i mean honestly i had it right on paper from the doctor but uh it was one of those deals where you know everybody was calling bullshit but the fact of the matter was he he cleared me to go shouldn't have but did
2: all right as some young and dumb guys across the table what advice would you give to someone who wants to get into dirt racing make sure you have one hell of a sponsor or don't <laughs> or don't <laughs> because it'll break you. I promise you
1: it'll break. you. You'll, uh, because as a racer, if you're a true racer, it's the only thing that matters when it comes down to doing it. And you'll spend every last dollar, every last dime to get it done. It's yep. an addiction that, you know, I can't explain. That's for sure. I mean,
0: my old man said, uh, you want to know, how you have you want to know if you have money or not? buy a race car because yep. you'll spend money you didn't know you had it
3: didn't know you had it'll tell you real quick and you'll make a way you know if 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 it hooks you you'll make a way to do it that's that's what a lot of guys that get into it don't understand like they see guys that have a good sponsor and they'll let that beat them, you know many many a times i mean i'll I i will not bullshit you when we used to pull in, and we knew we were racing against Fuzzy when I first started. We knew we were taking a knife to a gunfight.
1: Man, I wish we could go
3: back to those days. I don't. <laughs> I'm pretty happy where we're at right now. <laughs> but yeah, it, if, if you don't have the money to do it, like you have, to, you have to race within your means. But at the same time, it's like, if you want to do it, you'll make a way. So uh, what are your future goals in racing?
1: My future goals to win. Um, I want. I want what I'll never get again. I'm sure. I mean, we're not going to go in and dominate against these guys. I mean, every every guy, every racer, would love to dominate, and win every night. I mean, it's not going to happen. But if I ain't, if I'm not winning. I want to be battling the guys in the front for a win uh, because you know sometimes that's better than winning. I've I've raced second place. Third place races that were way better than first place, you know. Races where you're racing the guy Door-to-door, for that position, yeah. door to door, nose to nose, dirty slider, left right. Listen, uh, yeah. They're, all- they're just waiting <coughs> on this story. Yeah, hmm. I told him it, it never happened again. Yeah, little did. did I know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, a drought for me and a drought for him look way different. You know what I mean with the amount of races he's won. I hadn't won a race since my first one. So I had, I had a 10 year drought and there was only five of us, six of us on the track that night. And we were going at it. There was me, Fuzz and Joey Zambotti that the three of us were like really going at it. And he got a run. I, I came off the corner and opened. This is the dirty slider, by the way, this is for Ray. <laughs> I, I came off of the bottom. I was leading, came off of the bottom and, and opened the bottom and fuzz got a, a hell of a run. And when he came past, like he went to go for the high side and he crossed the nose. And I don't know if you realize you caught it or not, but like you caught the nose. And as soon as it caught the nose in those moments, you go, fuck you, man, you know? And I, you, I lift to get into one. And I'm telling you right now, I pushed the pedal harder and I, I freaking set that thing into one. And I went, Oh shit. Cause it just took <laughs> off.
1: And about wrecked us both. About
3: wrecked us both. <laughs> like I'm, I've got the wheel full lock on the gas, and I'm looking, and I'm clearing, I'm clearing them, and all of a sudden, whap! I I get hit square in the ass, and I drove away from it, and ended up winning the feature. Well, I'm sitting in the car, and I turn around and look up. I'm sitting in the car in the pits. I turn around and look up, and he's standing there, and, and it was like it was damp that night, and he's got like steam coming off the top of his head and he's got this look on his face and i mean i've seen him fight and i'm like i'm getting i'm getting punched right here so he sticks his hand in the window and that's what he's like we're gonna race like that that'll never fucking happen again And he's he's pissed i can feel his hand shaking like like he's shaking my hand but like i'm not sure which way this is gonna go so i just looked up, up and i'm like i love you man <laughs> he's like you, motherfucker <laughs> not that, like that like chilled it out and I, thought, <laughs> I thought i was getting stomped right there
1: now i would I, we we talk too much every day and winds we know what winds mean to each other probably oh, yeah. more than other drivers do i mean there's some drivers out there probably have the same relationship we do but um the amount of stuff that we talk about we know I knew how bad you wanted to win. Right. And I, but you also knew how bad I wanted to win. Oh, yeah. I was fighting the tightest thing in, in the world. And when I got by him, I thought, this is it. Yeah. This is mine. And all of a sudden, about wrecked both of our shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Because <laughs> I thought I could get my own line because I couldn't, I, I, I couldn't.
3: Have, I didn't have nothing left to gather up. It was <laughs> all or nothing.
1: He thinks I was shaking because of, uh, does pissed off. It was, it was adrenaline from the excitement, but I was wore the. Fuck
3: out. (laughs) You can watch if I put all those videos because there were cautions that night, you're gonna laugh because you get this. Um, my wife's pretty animated when she videos. And there were multiple times in that video you hear, fucking fuzzy, come on, and she's screaming and carrying on. So it was it was a good night. I I mean I I would I would have felt like a dick if I'd have junked us both, but man, I wanted that one.
2: okay so you're in a pro stock now what all have you wheeled and is there anything you would want to wheel if money wasn't an option money wasn't an option no i mean i'm really
1: stuck on the pro stocks i mean i i love the pro stock class i love the fact that we're still somewhat a car um i mean i've driven just about everything i've i've driven front wheel drive four cylinders for you know a couple guys pissing around um I raced pure stock for 4 years before I started running uh pro stocks. I raced <laughs> limitedly. I only call it racing. I drove it around the racetrack a few times and bounced it off a few hundred different things, but uh as far as uh, what I want to race, it, it's definitely the it's definitely the pro stock. Um I hope this class, you know, gains some steam, get a few more cars and you know, we have a good class. We used to have a hell of a class. But uh, in Penn, Ohio, you know, when they have their big shows, they still have a hell of a field most of the time showing up, you know, certain places it seems like. But uh, so that's, I mean, as far as what I want to drive, this is all I would really want to drive. If it comes down to it where I can't, then it'll be a pure stock. I mean, I'll go into a pure stock. I I have no desire to race a late model. So we'll, uh,
0: we'll step back. Who is your, we'll go with your local growing up favorite race car driver. And then, uh, then we'll go like worldwide driver, you know, big circuit.
4: Growing up like local. Um, no, I I never really followed it much.
1: You know what I mean? I didn't get into this till I was 28. So I didn't, yeah, I think I was to the races one time, you know, in my, early 20s or something like that A couple races at hidden valley uh sam swagger stands out in my mind um you know sam was young he was my age so i watched him when i was there because i knew him uh not well but i knew of him whatever um ed connor you know ed connor's always been fast i think ed's kind of got that old reputation like me he was a hothead you know back in the day uh so i watched him a little bit you know because his name was popular and it, they were in street stocks then, you know, um, those are the only two guys that really stick out in my head, you know, as far as, you know, younger, but I can't say I went and watched anybody weekly, monthly, even hell yearly, as far as that
0: goes. What about on the professional scene, NASCAR elsewhere? Even, even nowadays. Yeah. Even nowadays.
1: Well, Davey Ellison was my favorite driver at one point. Um, and then, uh, I mean, I always loved, always loved Earnhardt, you know, the way, the way he drove. Um because everybody hated him, I made me kind of like him actually. <laughs> um, today by today's standard, I car Kyle Larson. Yeah. You know, I, I love the way everybody gets so hurt about him winning and everything. I mean, I followed Tony Stewart back in the day. Cause he was another guy that could drive anything at you know, one point in time. Um, those were the drivers. Those are the drivers that stick out the most in my mind. As far as, you know, racing goes Dell Jarrett, you know, for a while. Cause he, you know, took over the 28 ride when, Davy was gone. I actually, like uh Kyle Bush too. <laughs> I love the way that he gets out of the car and he's like, fuck you, you know what I mean? Because I feel that. I feel that when you get out of the car and you got people booing at you and some of you know, uh, hating on you. Pre-race it's
3: like, and post race interviews. Yeah. <laughs> it's like fuck you. Well listen, if they interviewed him pre-race and post-race, they'd get they'd get even <laughs> they'd get Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> That's what they would yeah. get. Jekyll and Hyde. They they would get more animated conversations than anybody else I know. <laughs> Uh, so, Hummingbird
2: was your favorite. Is your favorite to race at? Um, once again, with if money wasn't an, uh, an option, is there anywhere else you would want to race um, from an, across the country? I'd love to go to Eldora. I'd love to race Eldora
1: once. Yeah, you know, in my life, I think that they were having a pro stock class of some sort at one point there, but yeah, um, I don't think our rules really come into
3: they play tried, there. They tried to organize a Penn Ohio race there. And George just wouldn't pick it up. Um, Dietz went out there this year. He had to change a bunch on the car and put eight inch tires and stuff on. And, and he smoked them. And then they DQ and him. then they DQ him because he still had tubular lowers on the front of the car. I, if I was Dietz, I would have, uh, he went back. I, would have made I believe it. he went back. I think it rained out. Though.
2: I'd have left an impression. They wouldn't forget if I was Dietz.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you got anything else before we get in the stern of shit?
0: Stirring the shit. I'm kind of excited for stirring the shit.
2: Okay. Uh, the one question we got off Facebook was, how do you guys stay such good friends in racing in the same class?
1: Probably because the same things motivate us. I mean, we're more like brothers than we are friends. Is you know uh, the best way to put that in perspective? Like he's he he's uh, a little quieter than me. But a lot of the shit that comes out of my mouth, he's sending me in private messages and I put it out there and people are like, Oh, that fucking fuzzy. I'm like, "No, that fucking Jim Bloom. Yeah. I mean, not all of it. I I don't want to get him in trouble, but
3: you can, uh, listen, I got big (laughs) shoulders. I can handle it. Until you get home and your wife kicks your ass. I I said it to him one day. I said, you seen the shit I post? (laughs) yeah. I said like, he's like my alter ego and I'm his voice of reason. And that's, we talk about that a lot because like, like he'll be off the ledge, man. And I'm like, I'm like, just, just chill out, you know, figure this out. Listen, that, that car that he's running right now, he was cutting that thing up multiple times. And I'm like, fucking figure it out.
1: I was wrecking that fucker in the front stretch. <laughs> and then I was going to back it into the
3: front stretch. We, when I, after I hit it with the front end, we talked about that on my first podcast with you guys, like, like <laughs> We were kicking his ass. I don't know how else to put it, but, like, I just go out and go, watch this. Fuzzy's going to push gun into one when I drive underneath him. And I'm like, that's so hard to see because, because we're such good friends and because he's raced at such a high standard for years. I'm like, I'm like, man, like, I've, I've been figuring some shit out. We got to talk about this car. So, like, we are chasing things. And I'm like, what about this? What about that? And a lot of times I can't look at it, but I can give him ideas to look at it so he goes out and he runs hot laps after after tinkering with this one piece we were talking about and I'm like fuck <laughs> and I literally like I said to myself fuck and my phone goes off ding and it's my wife are you fucking done helping him now <laughs> <laughs> but like
1: thanks Renee yeah. appreciate it <laughs> <you>, honey
3: <laughs> we're
1: <laughs> fucking fuzzy
3: <laughs> fucking f- fuck fuzzy um but for me like we've been talking about this a lot lately. Like as you get older, your circle of friends get smaller and smaller. You know what I mean? And, and I'll be the first to tell you, we were talking about it before he got here. You know, when, when I was just hanging out at Hidden Valley and he got kicked out of Hummingbird, like, I'm like, here comes that asshole, you know? And there used to be this thing, you, you got to it through race stud and it was this little chat room. So bunch of us would always end up in this chat room and here comes instigator 28 and he's like you the guy that does the decals and i said yeah he's like we got three cars for you to do and that started it you know like i i really didn't know him from adam other than other than the shit you hear from people at the racetrack and i'll be the first to tell you and i'll be the first to tell them when they they open their mouths and say something i'm like you get the side of him that you create you know. Um He'd give you the shirt off his back if you needed it and help anybody. I mean, last year, last year I tore up two race cars in, in a three car race and it, we had to fix them. So we had a race for that night, but, uh, he would do anything for you. But if you cross him, you know, or keep running your mouths or stirring shit or starting (laughs) drama, like we're both good for starting drama too. If that's a road you want to go down, we can play that game And, and I do it quite often i think that's why we're here tonight
1: <laughs> you guys love the drama
3: well the drama is what brings his listeners you know everybody everybody wants to come hear it but not everybody wants to be involved in it oh i've had a lot of drama over the year i've already got when i it.
1: came to Clearfield, though that that was not my fault i can honestly say
3: that tell wasn't a story that wasn't my fault well, uh, I'm I'm done. Done. i was gonna say story time yeah, yeah. You you want tell a story? Story i'll tell you because, i'll tell you that story because like um a lot of people don't know that story. I didn't know that whole story in here until probably a year and a half ago, two years ago. What? When did you bring? Well, I wish we had pictures. We could show
1: pictures. I'll show. it. I got it all on pictures. Yeah, you got know to pictures too. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, tell how them. it all unfolded. But uh, we, we obviously, I was racing pure stocks. We were fast. Uh, had some, you know, decent guys, you know, sponsoring me, this and that. Joe Schkol out of St. Mary's was one of my biggest sponsors that time. Gave me a car, gave me an engine. Um, I went and found some sponsors and you know, put it all together. But we we were pretty fast and winning in races. Well, there was this car. I don't I don't know if I want to name drop this yet or not, or if I oh, I really want to do it, but um, I'll just leave it. There was this anyway, car because
3: your name's affiliated, Marcus. yeah you're right. And uh
1: we were racing. I pulled underneath him, showed him the nose four times, and on the fifth time. I pulled underneath him. I was to his fender and he tried to chop me off for the fifth time. And I thought, fuck you. And when he did, I hit the brake and literally come across his rear bumper at that point. And he went to the infield because he was trying to turn down so fast on me. I just spiked the brake and let him come across the nose and kept going. And uh, that started a fiasco that has followed me to this day. I mean, I've let it go a million times, but every time that yeah, you know, it seems like I've let it go, they come around, they throw the fucking gas on the fire. Well, I'm a hothead, and I'm, I can be a dickhead. I ain't never going to back down from a fight, yeah. <laughs> regardless, especially them. And uh, it, it just stirs a whole bunch of shit up. It feels like we're back almost 20 years ago again, starting this shit all over again. Everybody says, oh, it's fucking drama. It's drama. It's this, drama, that. You're right. It is drama.
3: Listen, tell, tell them about the on-track incident. This is this the on track gets...
1: incident came the following week. Okay. They brought, maybe it's two weeks. They brought another car in, brought another driver in, in this car. And when they pulled in, my number was on the left rear quarter panel with a circle and a line through it. And the car was nothing more than something that was drug out of the weeds. It was old heavy iron. And, uh, it just so happened. I don't know who did the lineup. they I always thought, you know, with the relatives that worked there and were involved in all that at that point in time that I was kind of set up because I had, I had the car that was pissed off at me the week before on the outside of me. I have the new piece of shit iron drug out of the weeds car right in front of me. So the car in front of me, I'm like starting last in this heat race. We go, he doesn't. So I like are beside me, obviously, who, you know, was hurt from all the bullshit. Drives away. I finally, I try, I take off, and I go out around the car in front of me. And by the time we get to the end of one, he never turns the wheels. He drives straight into me as I'm trying to pass him. I have pictures of this car's wheels, okay, halfway up the racetrack. I'm almost right on the guardrails, literally. And the wheels are still straight, trying to get out to the parking lot through the fucking guardrail. Yep. And- uh, Seen the pictures. They literally, uh, they brought him in just to take me out, was the bottom line so me being who i am you know i'm spun out i'm i know the car's tore up i'm sitting in the infield that car dies and i'm looking at it and i get my car fired back up well i see the guy that's all butthurt brought this second car coming around so i waited i timed it and when that car got up to the other car where i knew he was pulling up to him i did a two for fucking one deal and i come out of the infield and i hit them both which isn't right, which is dangerous, but that was just the temperament, my temperament at that point in time, I was so pissed off because they brought a car in to intentionally take me out. I thought, I'm taking both your cars out, and uh so huge fight, you know, comes in. We, I pull the car in the infield or to actually to the pits, junk uh for the night junk, walk out on the racetrack, get to the car. And I've got people in tow trying to tell my crew, you know, no, no, no. But, uh, I get to the car and I go to, I go to like unhook the window net and a tire iron comes out of the car point first and literally hits me across my side, you know, hits me with the tire. iron. you know, shoving it out through, you know, the best way I can show you. And, uh, my brother's right behind me, of course. And he's like, they got a fucking tire iron. This is all intentional. Then I was fucking pissed. Well, my brother grabs the tire iron and throws it. So now nobody sees the tire iron coming out of the car, hitting me. And, you know, what's going on? And all they see is my brother throw this tire. So they think my brother's the one that carried the tire iron out. Well, that wasn't the case. And so ripped the window net out. I think whacked the guy across the head a couple times all the officials show up and my brother pushes an official right there automatically. That was one year we were, we were suspended for a year. Um, and it just has been something that has never been let go. I mean, I let it go. I don't care. I mean, I, I, I do, I I don't do grudges for the most part. I mean, I can get over shit that most people can't
3: like a dirty slider. Yeah.
1: Like a dirty slider. (laughs) But, uh, I mean, hell there, there's things that a lot of people can't get over that I just, I just brush off. I don't forget it, but I don't, I'm not going to fight about it either. You know what I mean? We'll put it that way. And these people just cannot let shit go. It's just, so you're after, so year after to year. add
3: to this, like when I started doing decals, um, well, we will we'll go back. So like when I was saying about like me being a hidden Valley loyalist and and him showing up, that's why he was there because he was kicked out of Humminbird. so the story you hear is well no you know the people that are around hidden valley they've already heard bits and pieces and they're like that fucking guy hit somebody with a tire iron he shouldn't be allowed anywhere and i mean that's how that's how i heard the story you know until until you told the story different so getting to where i am hey
1: they've still got that tire iron hanging in their garage they painted it gold it's still they literally have that fucking tire iron hanging in their garage
3: um i've straddled that relationship for years like because i was doing work i was doing work for them i was doing work for fuzzy I was becoming more and more friends with fuzzy and i was i t- did everything in my power to attempt to be friends with them um <clears throat> at one point they had two pro stocks dad was racing son was racing and and i, I really liked the son i mean i really liked all of them except every time i spoke to anyone it always turned on to him like I always had to hear the bullshit about Fuzzy, why he didn't deserve this, why he shouldn't have the sponsorship <laughs> that he had, like like they were they hated the fact that he had the VSI sponsorship. Hated it. And I mean, I'd go into a place of business and the wife manages the place. Still, and you'd go into a place of business and it would just turn into a shit show bitching about Fuzzy.
1: Listen, that still happened this year. Remember somebody else come up to yes. us this mm. yeah made the comment
3: and so but i tried to straddle that relationship you know I, i try to play it off or whatever and as the years go by like we were saying about as you get older you know as you get older you you your friendship circles tighten well he would do anything in his power for me and they wanted to be friends as long as as long as like, I think I could provide something for them or I wasn't speaking up against the bullshit that they were creating. And I never really did. I just had enough of it. And it came to a head, what, two years ago with you. Yeah. Yeah. It came to a head two years ago um,
1: (laughs) because I drew a fucking picture on my hood.
3: Like they, they run around the pits telling everybody that I made this decal and put on fuzzy's car that has piss on these two numbers. And, and I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? I mean, even the track promoter at the time told me, he's like, Yeah, they're bitching about you. And I'm like, What about me? He's like, Well, they, you made that sticker, drew that on his car. And I'm, and he said, I even told him, You didn't do that because you'd do a better job. So, I mean, we, you want to talk about drama. This has been probably the longest standing
1: drama, drama
3: freaking rivalry or whatever because we all race the same class and these guys, like, there was there was always shit there was three cars actually their engine builder the son and the dad
1: well i heard there was a street stock bought that's a real secret and every time these guys buy a car it's a real secret so maybe we'll get to race against them this year
3: you know what i say i fucking hope so
0: so while we're on top of you know drama in in racing let's let's get into the safety debacle that is is going around currently right
1: i'm gonna say that with this hans device that they're talking about I'm not sold on it with the money and the mobility. I mean, some drivers need the mobility, you know, to be able to turn their heads and, you know, see what's going on left to right. Um, if they're not comfortable, I think it makes them race worse. Actually.
3: I think that makes them a danger on the track. Right. Yeah.
1: Uh, maybe more, more adapt wrecking <laughs> as far as that goes, you know, um, I believe a neck brace for sure should be mandatory. I know I was in a wreck this year and, you know, like everybody's like Hans device, Hans device, Hans device. And my buddy here stepped up and gave me a Hans device. And- Just be happy
3: I'm fat. Didn't fit
1: me. <laughs> Well, I'm swimming in the motherfucker, but <laughs> uh I I
3: don't I don't think they should be mandatory. Um I, I think a mandatory neck roll is a must. Um it's because I have such a group of individuals that I know, as soon as hummingbirds want to posted it and you, you know and made the, the head and neck restraint mandatory and um i had multiple multiple messages and why they messaged me i don't know i'm not the i'm not the safety guy i'm not the promoter i'm not the whatever but but boy, we
1: could do uh we, <clears throat> yeah we, we never
3: could mind Go ahead. On that later. right yeah but but uh i don't think it should be mandatory um <sighs> we're spending every dollar we have right now to race and listen, I've been racing since 2007 in my own car and I have taken some serious freaking whacks. Um, you know, you're welcome. I, you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. Welcome. Okay, go ahead. Um, don't ever tell this guy that you're going to go into the corner easy. Cause it'll run you the fuck over. But, uh, I mean, I, my rookie season dance meal and I got together, it was head on crash head on. Had a, I just had a collar on, um, probably had a concussion, um, a Hans device wouldn't have saved the concussion, um, 2018, well, I've been, I've been up, upside down twice, the wreck I was in at Thunder
4: Mountain, if I'd have had a head and neck system on, I'd have probably got hurt, because, like, I was upside
3: down and my head was against the roof. It's bad enough that my belt stretched far enough that it broke the air vent off the top of my helmet. So, like that's an extreme situation, but isn't any wreck that we're talking about that these things are a plus or a minus an extreme situation? Uh, I know a lot of guys like Travis Creech, our buddy Travis, was freaking out about it. He'll never wear one, he'll never be back to Hummingbird because he's worried about fire. The one thing I will say Is as soon as you pull your belts, like the some of your mobility comes back because the belts are what keeps the head and neck restraint locked down. You know what I mean. So as soon as the belts are off, it's a different story. But like when I was upside down, I'm still strapped in tight, and I mean my head was cocked sideways in the car, and I strap in tight. That's one thing I'll argue with anybody about. I strap my belt straps are tight you know, or my lap belts tight. And I'm constantly, if there's a caution, I'm constantly recension belts because you'd be amazed how much you move and how much you pull yourself loose in a car. Uh, I just, I just don't think it should be a mandatory thing. Um, I'm all about hummingbird and I'm all about what's best for hummingbird. And, and I mean, they're saying, you know, that they, they want the safety of their drivers and I understand that. Uh, but I, I think it's going to hurt them, especially at the beginning of the year, You know. Talking to Craig and Brady, he and his wife they have two cars now, you know. So that's the one helmet's. It's not Han's ready. I mean, it's the dates are still good, but it's not Han's ready. So he's got to buy at least one helmet and two head and neck braces. So he's looking, he's looking at a thousand dollar bill or more, depending on what what you buy, you know. So I don't know. It's. i
1: What's a neck brace cost? A neck roll? Yeah. 30 so, 40 bucks, yeah, yeah.
3: exactly.
0: I mean, I, I make believe, it mandatory, yeah. I believe and, that we should have started with a net,
3: yeah. Um, uh, because Joshua has been burned, you know, and um, Darren Piper was burned. I know Darren really well, and because uh, Shelby Rolls was all burned in race cars. Um, I, I made the comment on the post when they announced them, I'm like, gloves, please. Well, well, Peach pointed out that their rules say mandatory gloves, so that being said they have added two tech men this year and they're more safety tech than they are anything else. So, you know, I'll give a big Bravo and kudos to them for that. I just hope the, I just hope the strict, if you don't have one, you're loading, doesn't hurt them. You know, uh, there's, there's a lot of stuff coming with hummingbird right now um, with John McConnell taking over the promoter role. John and I have had some issues um i'll I'll be the first one to put that out in the open so if he's good for hummingbird bravo but if he's trying to implement all this stuff to say look at me then uh
4: i mean
1: you know who his friends are right
3: yeah i know i know um we were just talking about him we were we were just talking about him and all the drama fuzzy went through I just I
1: just figured it'll be drama for me with him because he's tied in so tight with them. I don't think he has an open mind. Uh, we'll put it that way.
3: I, I've spoke my mind. Um, I spoke my mind to the powers that be. You know, that, hey, I, I don't know if this was a good idea or not. And so far, like, I've been told a couple times, hey, he's killing it. And like I said, if he's good for the track, I'm all about it. If he's not good for the track, I don't have nothing else to say about it, really, other than yep see you know what I mean
1: i mean, this tracks our family, so right. we're we're on the fence, you know, gonna be yeah definitely watching every oh
3: my God, move he's, he's he's under a microscope, this is our hometown and yeah, and you know um we I've had this conversation with you guys already about how much I love hummingbird and and fuzzy fuzzy and i i mean the most the biggest honor you can get bestowed upon you is to lead is to lead parade laps of the Ina race at hummingbird and fuzzy and I have each led them individually and we've led them side by side. And that, that for me, like it gives chills, you know? So that's how, that's how deeply invested we are with the racetrack. And, um, if, if he hurts the racetrack, I know there's two guys that wouldn't be afraid to just toss him out in his fucking ear. No, no names though. I think you can guess i i could <laughs> let's
0: uh read between the lines here. yeah yeah um back i to kind the, of got
3: off track sorry back to the
2: hans thing I guess I give my opinion was i didn't really think of it from the the mobility side of it because I've always worn one mm-hmm. um but I was telling fuzzy outside the first year and a half of me wearing one there was so much slop i wear the the right. hybrid there was so much slop in my uh in my ties that it, well I wasn't it wouldn't matter anyway. so if you're not having someone there to check that it's it's
3: Um, on their post, Joe Lockhart, Joe Lockhart had a great, big, huge explanation and actually got into it with a guy about it. Because if you don't know what you're doing with them, you might as well not have anything at all on, you know, you're, you're safer with the neck roll. And I mean, there was a big argument on that same post that uh, the neck rolls don't do anything, whatever. And they, they limit some mobility. You know what I mean? And, and, in a, in a big wreck, your head still snaps, you know, that's how you get a concussion. Your head snaps. Um, Hans devices were created not so much to alleviate the concussion as to, to, yeah, separate of the vertebrae that killed Dale Earnhardt, you know? So I, I don't know what the right answer is. Uh, I don't think mandatory was the correct answer. I think it's going to hurt them.
1: Mike caught said, uh, just wanted to let you know, uh, we made this mandatory because you. I was like, well, thanks a lot. That was uh, probably the last thing that I needed at this point.
2: Well, what could hurt him? Also, moving to something that could help him. Uh, I think maybe this would be a good transition time to talk about Hidden Valley going to
3: Friday night. Oh, oh Fuzzy and I were he, – he likes racing. I like racing there, too. Don't get me wrong. Um, that place, you got to be on the wheel. And that's why, that's why he's so good there is because you have to be up on the wheel. The whole entire time, so we were we were trying, and we were, you know, pressuring him down on his post to like, hey, why don't you bring the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks back? Um, I don't think he's going to. Uh,
1: I think that if he would bring the Penn Ohio pure, or Street Stocks back, it's going to be a whole lot more cars show up for that than, than that. this new Econo Late deal.
0: My my big thing is why not give you the chance.
1: Well, exactly. Yeah, they he, he they did. a
3: chance once, and and we petered out. Well, we've but he done gave it to you on it was on a yeah. Saturday
1: night too, when right. you had you were three competing against oh, three other racetracks. race
3: legends.
0: Yeah. Well, well, we did it for other classes that we had one car
3: show. Yeah. Yeah. I we were there the last race. That one car got to run almost like an entire race by himself, and it's like. This this is kind of ridiculous. I mean,
0: I mean kudos to Dan. Even for the sprint. Him a chance, those little
1: still. those yeah, little which group. those things are cool shit, but there's just no following here. Right. There's no
2: there's no right. Real, right. Uh, that last race had me fuming that they came back and we weren't allowed to run as a supporting class.
3: Yeah, that was that was bullshit.
2: Well, we're at that you, point you in the season we could, the add, supers. we could have we could have had 25 cars there at that yeah. point in the season. Yeah. Um, now granted, he would have had to pay us all out.
3: Um the econo class you you briefly mentioned there uh like you're gonna have to go to the rules meeting to see what it is but i still shocks yeah i really pure think stock it's, engine it's what the semi-late class started as um if you remember at amp they started that when we were still racing amp and you and Chewie had the two cars they were no spoiler basically a pure stock motor um hydraulic cam and i think that's probably the rules that he's found and rewritten because kevin's the tech man now so Kevin. Kevin knew that class when
4: it started. Um, I think it's awesome in theory. Uh, but we're our own worst enemy. You know, um,
3: that class got out of hand in the matter of two years. You know, it it turned into almost what it is right now. So I don't know. You, if if Kevin's going to be the tech man, he better be policing the shit out of that class.
2: But that's what I was going to say. If Kevin, with Kevin there now, it may change. But three years, I haven't been teched once. Nobody's checked yeah. my belts, my helmet, not even the safety stuff. So like, if if it's gonna be a rolls intensive class and we're not gonna,
3: yeah, um, any limited class, any limited class ends up costing money because guys start spending more money in places that you can't see to go faster.
1: Yeah, like me, I, I keep <laughs> trying to buy these damn lucky underwear. I haven't found the
3: right <laughs> pair yet. Hey, Trent Ogden used to wear two pairs of socks. As far as I know, he still does.
0: My my big thing with it right now, being, you know, we both run that class, Yeah. You know, the semi late class, is what are they going to do for us? You know, are they going to open it up to a Mason Dixon? Are they going to, is it, because at I t- that point Can right I now, take my
1: crate down and run with them? I don't think you're going to have to worry about it. What I think is going to happen is if any of those cars show up, they're not going to have enough. They're just going to run them with you, and they're going to be back markers, and you're going to be,
2: like Wait, more trying to, to run through. Yeah,
1: exactly. You're going to be, they're going to be an obstacle course for you, but they're going to get to run and they're going to get minimal payout and they're going to phase out and fade away anyways. That's my opinion. Yeah. I, I mean, they tried to do with our pro stocks, they tried to make them, they dropped the Penn Ohio. They went to like a Clinton County style oh, pro yeah. stock. They got two. And you know what they did? They ran them with the pure stocks.
3: So, and, I mean, my kids pure stock. My kid's pure stock until Josh spun the car out was, was beating Because you're a
1: fucking cheater. Well. You <laughs> got the you, XR2 chassis. You got to find it first. <laughs> hey, I saw that fucker the night you that the whole trailing arm ripped <laughs> off of it. I, I know what was going on. You got a rotted frame that was all thin so that when you stood on the gas, that rear end was traveling yeah. up underneath that car.
3: We, were, we built that car to flex. That's what it yeah, was. Yeah, that's what it was. My <laughs> rotted out piece
2: of shit, it'll flex and
0: there you go.
2: I think if Dan still listens to this, said he was going to, so uh bring the street stocks in the pro stocks
0: give, uh, give them a
2: shot yeah give us you know, a few weeks yeah. man
0: give them give them i three, mean four weeks
2: i love the track uh
1: love yeah. racing there i would do anything i could to uh you know get the guys there hell if you're listening i'll give you the 500 dollars to pay the penn ohio well, sanctioning
3: that's what i was just gonna money. say um i i had messaged peach and i hadn't heard back from him yet uh they had talked about no sanction i heard that marion center may not sanction and. Right now, if you don't pay the money to Penn, Ohio, to sanction. the Drivers don't get the points. The good Drivers don't get the points, so they have no incentive to come there. I mean, when there was six or seven of us that would run Clearfield, uh, I forfeited, you know, four or five races that year, points-wise, where I would have probably been in good standing in, you know, Penn, Ohio, local points, but he didn't, he didn't pay the sanctions, so, so I didn't get anything. Um, and Penn, Ohio does a lot. Like, they just had their banquet. I mean, they give away three or four Home Act toolboxes. Hell, these cheaters won two of them. <laughs> I did it. Chewy, Chewy did. Chewy won one. I mean, the first one they gave away was beautiful. Like, big Home Act toolbox. It was all wrapped and everything. And he won two of them. What the fuck?
1: <laughs> he must have been cheating better than me.
3: Uh, he had He had those gordon's help him for a while so oh yeah I, I know right. there was some cheater shit That's going right. on there
1: he he had their help he was they were on their side of the shop i was over on mine because yeah. you went and opened your mouth and yeah, said I you did. were bigger part of that program than they were
3: yeah i <laughs> told benny gordon that i was a bigger part of the vsi racing program than he'd ever be
1: chewy got all the help i got to drive that car though i wanted you it. wanted it. i took the kuka car out there yeah one in it.
3: How many races have you won? I
1: benefited. Oh, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I'm not sure. I've been trying to put it together for the last two years exactly how many races I have won and I'm not sure.
3: Like I know Steven has done your win total at Hummingbird, but you've got
1: where all have you won? Uh McKean County, uh Amp, Hidden Valley, whatever. I real uh a big track. Um oh, Clearfield. Clearfield Thunder, Thunder Mountain. Mountain, a lot, you know. I don't know, so I have no idea exactly how many wins in total. I would like to get to a hundred career wins, and I would say fuck it. I'd, you know, I give everything I have to my kid and let him go out and win hundred more. Because have he's, you guys he's ever going watched
3: to. <laughs> this kid race?
0: A couple times when we raced up at uh, Hummingbird.
3: So my wife, my wife and I decided a couple of years ago we were going, going on, we were going to go on vacation, and. And I said to Fuzzy, hey, I'm going to put Josh in my car. And he's like, oh, dude, that'd be cool. So then I would text him once or twice through the week, and I'd be like, hey, man, sorry. He'd be like, sorry for what? And I said, sorry for the ass kicking. Your kid's going to give you with my car.
1: <laughs> hey, there's, there's nobody else out there in this world that I, I would like to see kick my ass other than my kid. <laughs> I mean, I could laugh about that. I can remember the night that he ran Chewy's car. And I think he was running for his life and he was just driving away from me and second and third place. I mean, he started, like he started on the pole and he was just gone. Yeah. And then uh, he
3: beat me. I was racing then. And I was just like, this is bullshit. Oh, I,
1: I laughed and <laughs> I just chuckled. And it just gives you a good feeling. I mean, it's your kid. You know yeah. what I mean? It's your oh, kid.
3: absolutely. I, I, when you watch
1: I, your kids pull off some, yeah. you know, crazy move or, you know, ha-
3: you were standing up there that, That race, Caleb ran really well. Yeah, and Dudes like, who the fuck's in that car?
1: (laughs) Yeah, we were looking for you because we thought you were.
3: Yeah, and that was Caleb. And it was like, where the hell did that come from? (laughs) I have people doing that with me now. (laughs) there ain't no way he is in that.
2: Sam came up to me after the race the one night. I was after the heat race. I finished second. He's like, "Who's in your car?" It was me. what do you? I was just texting some people to try to break some news tonight, but I can't do it yet.
4: Gotcha. Okay.
2: What about uh, getting into Hidden Valley some more and leaning in some drama there?
4: Yeah.
0: Why are, you, why are you wearing a cheater's T-shirt? What the hell's going on here? What do you mean? Oh, uh, you mean our yeah. banners. Where, where's the banner at? Oh, oh, shit. That
3: wasn't what I was going with, but we'll get with that. So so that that all came about. They, they the VSI team, got two brand new cars,
4: and I wasn't allowed to letter them. Just numbers. Right when they were brand new, both of them. So,
3: me being the dickhead that I am, I made headlight packages for them, Cadillacs, and both of them said VSI where it used to say Cadillac. <laughs> like it was going to say VSI on it. Frank, be damned! I was making that happen. But uh I made banners for the back of both of their cars. Everyone, this is when, this is when the long spring suspension was really, really coming. And uh, these guys were on it. Chris Snyder had pretty well had it dialed in, and those cars on a long spring would just jump up. I mean, they'll climb up on a bar like a late model will. And everybody's like, "They got a fucking three link. They're cheating. They got this. They got that." So I made banners for the back of his car, and down in the corner of Fuzzy's banner, it says, "No one underneath here or something except animal." <laughs> but uh, he had requested banners so nobody could see the underneath the back of them, and and everybody was bitching. And I said. I said I got a banner. I'm bringing. I and Frank would set up on the hill. And I said, tell him to get his fucking binoculars out.
1: They said, unless you belong to this crew, yeah. nothing behind here.
3: Yeah, uh, is concerns. concerns concerns you. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. But Frank would set up on the hill, and I and all the bitching was going on. And I told Fuzzy, I said, I got a banner from my car tonight. I said, I'm bringing. I said, just wait. He's like, all right. So we park side by side every week and <laughs> fucking clip the banner on and unroll it and down it goes and it says cheaters and it's got an arrow pointing to both of the vsi cars and oh my god i'm telling you if if we could get paid for that yeah we could race whatever class we want because it's been around the internet a ton things went around the stratosphere yeah
1: yeah we and uh, and nobody has any idea the racing relationship right
3: well that uh that one Group on there, they made shirts and stuff for a while. They even they even put words to it, Central PA Central PA Pro Stocks or something. Feel the love, and I'm like, oh my god! But it did. It took off. Who was she? Was a she messaged us and she's like, you guys got to see this. She was the track queen from Lernerville. Remember, was it laney And she messaged us. She's like, you guys got to see this. The numbers on her Instagram or something were just like, oh, she goes, that is the coolest thing, fucking ever. So your your cousin's texting me every once in a while. I'm getting service, and he says, are you two homos done with your podcast? I better laugh or you're getting a bad review. Can you guess who that is? <laughs> Do it. Do it. <laughs> don't give me a bad review, man. I,
0: yeah, we don't
3: need no We're bad reviews. We're trying here. <laughs> oh, listen. If you think Fuzzy says a lot, you should hear the shit that comes out of his mouth because he doesn't care either. He, he He stirs up a lot of the drama, but he was a racer too, so. Uh, what I was going to get into
2: was new track alert, Dog Hollow opening back up on Friday nights, which is what a lot of people say the, the motive was for Hidden Valley to go to Friday nights was to compete with that. Well. Um, which we know the, the rumblings of Friday nights have been going on since about mid-season yeah, at Hidden that Valley. Say. In fairness, had nothing to do with Dog Hollow. I, I would say that 100%.
3: But but you know why the rumors are there. You know? yeah, Absolutely. I mean, we've all heard that, that Dan owes Brian money. And that's neither here nor there. It's not my business. But so Brian and Brian loved being involved with Hidden Valley. Whatever transpired there between them, like created a ton of bad blood. So, is there some motive there? Probably. You know, that's probably why Brian's involved. I don't think he's the one opening it. I think uh, I was told it's a semi late racer from Bedford. I don't. I don't know. I I really haven't followed it that much because. Right now for me, my local tracks are Hidden Valley, Hummingbird, Marion Center, and Thunder Mountain. If something would happen at Thunder Mountain. Those are the four tracks that I would concentrate on. I don't know about Fuzz. I know you would you'd like to head to McKean.
1: Yeah, I would. Uh our rules don't line up, but I said I would make the rules line up on yeah. the call.
2: I know one I want to try to get to next year is Path Valley. Oh my god. No?
3: I'm getting a lot of no's. Listen let your balls drop and just stand on it. I don't know how else to say it to you because that place is a freaking bowl. And if you're not just blazing it in and just like letting the back end climb up the track, you're in somebody's way. I learned the same thing at Marion center. Have you run Marion center? So when you enter turn one at Marion center, I was trying to whoa settle it in like I do at Hummingbird. And I mean, I'm ignorant at Hummingbird on the bottom. and i was like running like hummingbird well i made about two laps of that and i was getting my ass kicked so i moved up and i literally ran into turn one at marion center wide open just perp, and that thing just rotates and backs the ass end up on a oh, corner yeah. and you look at it in his face See, this is where you need a video because like that he feeds on that
1: that feel you, <laughs> you know, don't, there's just no feeling like yeah. it, when that car turns and he's just fucking you're mad at you you're gone
2: the only, only other track I've been to was Thunder Mountain on the night you were there. The ULMS was there, yeah. and it was shit, to say the least. Did I ever No. Yeah. It was, was that the night
1: that I wanted? I mean, if it was shit, I, I, I didn't notice.
2: <laughs> it was the night... Uh,
1: I think there was what, me, Brandon Connors, <laughs> and who left? I... No, no. Oh, it was a okay. A few years ago. It, oh, went, okay. uh, it was when
2: Shane flipped. Oh, okay. Who flipped? Oh, Shane. Yeah. And the track was terrible. Like I felt like I got the shit beat out of me after my heat oh. race.
0: Yeah. Well, it was the night he won. I raced up there for the first time and yeah.
2: have some character. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I love that place. I really do. I mean, when it's right and it's on and taken care of, it is a fast, racy racetrack. Like, uh, like that place had more grip in it than, you know, any place I'd ever been yeah. to when I first started going there. And like, you could just, just run it wide fucking open for the most part you go in the corner just to you know burp
2: for a minute and just stand on it and just take everything you could give it yeah i didn't have the chance i had 630s in it and i was on the chip at the flag stand
3: oh yeah oh it the past two the past two years that they were open like i finally i mean i've been up i've been trying to race there since 2009 when i could and like i never ever got the feel for it in the past couple of years here with this car, we've, we've chased it and chased it and we've got something. And I mean, it was like, oh, this is what fuzzy has been talking about for years, you know? Cause you just drive in and you just turn the wheel and then the car just rotates. And then you, if you're out of the gas at all, you're clean back on the floorboards, just giving it everything it'll take.
1: Yeah. Screaming at the car, go.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And then the car's going, whoa, whoa, whoa. And you're like, fuck, it needs to be fast.
0: Yeah. I think you were there the night I was there
3: probably this year
0: yeah yeah, yeah only, he won he won yeah yeah we were all there. yeah that was,
3: you broke yeah yeah because they dropped the green flag i started last i had a horrible heat race broken heat race they dropped the green flag and i i passed to from last to i was alongside of him going down the back stretch and then brandon stuck his nose in and i mean man is he fast right now but fuzzy held him off that night when you said you won i because i broke when they said you won i was like holy shit. No offense. Because Brandon has been,
1: and we were still on a struggle bus at that point in time. to win, yeah, that was the first race that we won this year, and like the car still wasn't right. Right, yeah,
3: it's still not right. No, I'll put it in a box
1: some night. I'll take care of that fuck (laughs) (laughs) permanently.
3: (laughs) I'm telling you, Uh, I don't know.
1: I might sell it before that.
3: I'd like to say that that he's completely junked a car, but. (laughs) i fucking hate this car because it has kicked my ass so much and and it was junk it was junk and he's like well go for a ride with me we're going to chris snyder's i'm like yeah well it's it's like fucking brand new now oh my god i can't wait (laughs) i hate that car i love that car i know
1: (laughs) i mean that car was supposed to go to the scrapyard i like literally started for the scrapyard got up over the hill turned around and i called my kid i was like hey we just put this thing in your backyard. I so said, we make a fucking bird feeder out of it. I don't care.
3: He couldn't and, get rid uh, of
1: it. I couldn't get rid of it. It just, and it was terrible towards the end. It just wasn't good. We bent it there. I think it was, uh, yeah. was it Erie? No, State Line. I bent it at Stateline. It the was right, never right. The
3: right frame rail was twisted or something. And then the last wreck, like, that was a, that was a Penn Ohio show. Um, I it's broke. China. Yeah, I broke, and I was sitting in the infield. And it was starting to dust up, and I mean, there we had a crowd of cars, and I see Fuzz come down into one and two, and he loops it. And as he's turning around, um, oh shit! The kid's running a sprint car now. He drove in there full bore. I mean, I you could hear him coming. He was full song. He hit Fuzzy, and like, like it hurt my teeth. <laughs> I was like, holy! And he fit. He finished the race, <laughs> drove away from it, and I'm like, it was
1: about six inches shorter on the yeah, wheelbase on the right like, side. The thing is
3: fucked are we are we giving out new news or what not yet
1: i said that chris he's pulling an exorcism on this car getting rid of all the fucking
3: demons and yeah a new resurrection. yeah well fuck that's that's twice shit's been rebuilt this year you were on the table and fucking cut apart and rebuilt too so uh, yeah
1: well i got to prove something to everybody though Yeah, you know, there's one thing that this racing community has always accused me you know You think I'm fucking heartless. Well, guess what? There was actually a heart in there. (laughs)
3: There was something in there.
2: And it grew
0: two sizes
2: too
1: big. (laughs) You know what the worst part about it is? What I've noticed, like, now blood's going to all the right places now. You know what I mean? (laughs) Everything, you know. Now my fucking temper is so much
3: worse. That's like so much quicker. quicker. I fucking can't dirty slide. Why do you you think
1: I'm building two cars? Because you know I'm going to fucking wreck one of them.
3: Probably with me. I don't have two cars. (laughs)
1: Oh, uh, you got your kid's car. You can back up that. That'll be a good piece. Uh, listen,
3: That'll, I'll turn that thing into a pro stock in a week. Don't say that. Mike caught ain't supposed oh yeah, that's to know right. all that shit. <clears throat> Mike who? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so that's the rumor. Um that's that's one of the rumor mills floating around. Um uh that you know, if if we don't get enough cars, we'll either be be dropped or or put on a rotation and and the modified's from Clearfield would would be the other part of the rotation but but on top of that rumor it isn't just our class like there's there's rumor is three classes on the bubble do you know what i mean and whoever has the least cars
0: it is bye-bye
3: yeah or or on a rotation
0: in that i don't know that's not fair to you guys it's not fair to
3: right well and that's still. that's the class we want to race so so that's why it has all our our feathers ruffled you know
0: in picking up you know Modifieds and in Pro Stocks, but everybody needs to shake hands with everybody. Yeah. It being that, you know, Hummingbird's going to run Modifieds mm-hmm. every other week. Yep. So, why shouldn't Dan pick up Pro Stocks? If they're going to run a point special with Tri-City, mm-hmm. you know, being in the Modifieds, Dan... It's missing a great opportunity to yep. run a point system with Hummingbird and Tri-City. Yeah. Why don't they pick up a point system with you and
4: Hummingbird?
3: Well, um, I, I've never had any issue personally with Dan, but, I mean, he's definitely he's definitely not made any friends here the past couple of years, you know, with stuff. So, like, there's a lot of people that, that don't want to work with him. You know, he's he's definitely fighting an uphill battle even go into a friday night show so
0: I- i'll say this as a racer this racer every saturday for the last since he's owned it i've had zero problems yeah yeah
1: same i've said the same thing. i've heard people bitch about uh it, like the biggest thing you hear about is payout this that um asshole da, da, da. i've never had an issue with being paid my money was always there um just zero issues not saying that i agree with everything that the track does the way they Run the show this, that, whatever, there's things that, you know, need to move along a oh, little wait, faster, wait, a little sooner.
3: Wait, you and I, you and I pointed something out and it drives both of us crazy. I've seen two different flagmen there. Do it. When you are coming down the backstretch, you like you go past the flagman and he gives you the flag straight in the air. Okay, that means we're going green. We don't need a strobe green light going on a backstretch. I told Fuzzy, I said, when I see the green light, I'd just like to drop the fucking hammer.
1: Yeah, they flash that green light. I'm telling you what, I don't give a shit where I'm at. That green light's flashing.
3: I'm gone. I'm gone.
1: <laughs> and they need to not flash that green light until yeah. after. Uh, yeah, Until
3: you're, you're green. green. You're yeah, all, flashing all it, you better be a green. Uh,
2: the surface has been great every time. Oh my God, yeah. I know for some yeah. of the smaller tires, uh, cars, it's been a little choppy. But for big tires, it's been really great sometimes dry but still racy and fair um and i just thought of what's he going to do this year because his track man cuts for lernerville
3: yeah well did he have him last year i was under the impression he didn't so he did have dan last year okay
1: the place was definitely easy on tires i mean i did not use very many tires up i was running used tires old tires anyways the
3: night the the last couple of years and the night I won, we ran 20, or, yeah, 23s. I didn't have any 23s. We ran 33s, and we ran them all night long and didn't touch them. I
0: ran a 23-33.
3: Oh, that's the last, bullshit. The somebody's, last. somebody's got 23s hit away. That's <laughs> bullshit. I got a
0: stack of tires. Come get them.
4: <laughs> I remember. Go ahead. I don't know what you're talking about. And then it's like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? I uh, it's been a couple years ago, but I raised a I
3: raised a royal shitstorm over the pure stocks because they were going to try to take the pure stock class backwards, and I was like, "Listen, you have Marion Center, Hidden Valley, Hummingbird, Bradford, Thunder Mountain, all on the same rules package. Why do you want to change our rules package and go backwards?" And I did. I raised a royal shitstorm. Peach was mad at me. I'd love to see pure stocks on fucking street. Type. Oh, that car I just did for Mike Torrance up there. That car is stock mount in the front, stock mount in the back, no weight jacks, street tires. I mean, it's gorgeous. It's a it's a gorgeous car on the outside, but but it's pretty rough stock. around the edges. It's, it's a novice. It's a novice car as well. I like, I like those, those cars. It's a, it's they're still doing a, that
1: down south. They're using the Crown, Crown Vicks.
3: Vicks. Yeah, that Crown Vic class is going crazy. You Want to mm-hmm. know why? Because those cars weren't crushed yet, and they're the only rear-wheel drive cars left.
2: Mm-hmm i know down south they still have which i'm a huge fan of is the rear wheel drive four cylinder class mini stocks
3: oh dude that class that class used to be badass up here um and, and do you remember the match racing the pure stocks against the four cylinder and the four cylinder would kick shit out of the pure stock i mean that gives you an idea how how well they were getting around her they had tires for them they were like this freaking wide you know, the four-cylinders would roll in, and the tires would all be sticking out from underneath the fender wells.
2: Oh, and they get heated down there, too.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, the cool thing down there, Fuzzy would like this deal. You get down there, and they say, listen, if you fight in my pitch, you get arrested. If you fight on my front stretch, we'll give you $100. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Yeah, yeah. Do
2: it like hockey. Make it part of the show. You make
3: it part of the show. So how many years have you and I been racing each other?
4: I started in 2007. What year did you start street stock pro stock? Two thousand five. Two thousand five. You were part of that that fucking wow wave
3: of rebel rebel chassis that changed oh, wow. the class.
1: <laughs> I had to buy one from an inside guy though to be a real part of that class. I mean, my car was a pure stock with a aluminum body and street stock tires and a hell of an engine, but. I didn't have a superior rebel
3: until I bought Chad. Ben. You got B car. Yeah. When I got B car, yeah.
1: I had a fucking race car. I was unstoppable. Then for all.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah. So the more years that I've done as decals, the more fuzzy and I've gotten to be pretty good buddies. And, and
4: I love you, man. Yeah. He's, he's, fun. <laughs> listen, hey, uh, I
3: can't <laughs> believe you're admitting this shit on Mike, man. I, to- I talked to a guy that, uh, that said you know i was i loved racing against him or watching him and this and that and he said and this year he climbed in a pure stock car he said and i followed him around the track and i was like holy fuck how do you handle him (laughs) i'm like like gently yeah you gotta i said you you gotta you gotta pick your your opportunities with him um he we talked about this in the week and we wanted to tell this story like he's a hammerhead all the time and it was a crowd i don't know if it's yana or we just had a big crowd of cars or whatever that night, but I said, hey, I'm starting on the inside. You're starting right behind me. I said, I'm going to roll this thing down into one nice and easy. He's like, okay, me too. And what happened?
1: I parked him right on my fucking hood. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at his dry shafts, man. Like, I literally, was looking
3: like, at the fucking ground, His rear man. hoop
1: was touching, just about touching my roof. I was like looking clean underneath his car. I was like,
3: oh, fuck. I was in the car going, what the fuck, Fuzzy? I sounded just like my wife. <laughs>
1: I was, and and it was literally it happened so fast. I and mean, when when he said he was going to roll in slow, he wasn't lying. I I just never expected it to be that slow. We
3: we've had some good races, especially the past like last couple of years. We've since had since I years. junked that car and got this car that I have now. Like this, it's been really good to me. And we've had some good races. You were talking earlier about us at Amp, and I mean. We'd go at it at amp. I, I have this video of a heat race. Like, I start third or fourth, and he starts on the pole. And we come down to backstretch, and Trevor McCann's there, and he kind of moves up a little bit. And I just fucking sail that thing into three and four, and I pull right even with him coming out of the corner. And I know he had to be thinking, Where the fuck did you come from, Jim Bloom? Because I know he wasn't expecting me to be there like that quick.
1: Uh, ah, no. The only night that really got me, I, I can't say I didn't expect you that quick. Night at Hummingbird, when uh I think I started on the pole last and year, you, yeah, and you came down in the corner. That's the you night went there were two by cars. me, yeah. You went, yeah, no, no, was... no, it was more than two cars, but you went by me, and I didn't even realize it was you. Yeah. I thought it was whoever that started guy from up hunting. north, yeah, we, north because it was black, car, right? Yep. And then when we hit the corner and I saw you going away, I was like, <laughs> Motherfucker, that's Jim Blue." <laughs> that's like, we
4: <where, laughs> didn't even realize it was from? you.
3: Yeah, we've we've had a we've had a few good shows like you get out of the car for for years like since 2017 i i got a, a bigger motor and so we started having these conversations one and two one and two we're gonna be one and two we're gonna be one and two that and was the goal that was always the goal it didn't matter who was one who was two but that was the goal and and especially the past i don't know three years we've we've had a few of those nights where it's like i mean he still gets more wins than me but it's it's a blast to know that you're out there racing door to door with him.
1: i don't know you're cheating pretty fucking good these days
3: (laughs) but going back to what my my buddy was saying about racing against him like i've known him well enough now where like we'll line up and i'll look and i'll be like oh fuck that because him and Hartsfeld, like they put on a show man but i can guarantee you guarantee i'll lay a hundred dollar bill on it if him and Hartsfeld side by start side by side by side they're hitting each other
1: i don't know why he always hits me i haven't figured it out <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean it's his fault it's they, never it's, it's never his, it's my never fault, fault ever
3: they they go at it i mean there's there's two guys that it will just race the dick out of a car and like, i'll sit behind them and just be like just fucking wreck already
1: he and i had this conversation he said that you know what what he liked most about racing with me is that I give it a hundred percent. He knows that I leave nothing on the table when I'm racing. him. So if he beats me, then, you know, he feels like he accomplished something because he knows that I'm, you know, giving it my all, whatever. And, uh, like we have, like, there's been nights that him and I went to the back twice, wrecked each other twice. Uh, and we were just fucked up. We're sitting in the corner and he's bitching at me and I'm bitching him. I'm throwing my hands. He's throwing his hands. And it's like, and neither one of us know what the hell happened. We just ended up turned around, sitting in the corner.
3: I I bought this car from, from Chad Ramsey, and and my engine wasn't done. So Jimmy Challensworth loaned me an engine. And, and when I tell you it was stock, it was, it was pretty stock. And, of course, fuzz is fast. And, man, I don't know what was going on in your head that night. But, like, he'd pass me, and then he'd wreck. And he, when he'd <laughs> come past me the next time, like, there'd be another piece of the body missing. And then he'd wreck. And then and he was on a mission every time. I finished second. I fucking beat him at the line. (laughs) I mean, he had to go to the rear like four times for that to happen, but I still beat him. There wasn't much of the car left that night. He can buy the last time he passed me before he went to the tail for the last time. When he can buy, the whole left side of the car is like flopping in the wind. And they're letting him race. And I'm in the car going, What in the hell is the matter with you people that you don't just black flag his ass?
1: Another angel got its wings. Yeah. there was no front end left on just the fenders; they were flat back like wings. Oh, uh, it was.
3: I have a picture. It's of my it. favorite
1: picture of my. because yeah.
3: the car was fast. I just there's no left side on the car. No nose left on the car. I there was mean, no
1: side bite in the car that night either. It, I know exactly what was going on.
3: Like he said about Hartzfeld. no one can deny it. His his biggest fan or his biggest enemy can't deny that he does not race a race car without letting it all lay out there. You know what I mean? Week in and week out, where I'm, I'm the opposite. Like if if I feel a twitch in the car, I'll start, I'll start like tiptoeing around and this or that, and and not fuzzy. He's like, I'm gonna knock the fucking twitch out of the fucking car. You're calm, cool, collected, and he just balls out. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm wide fucking open from the drop of the green flag to the checkered yeah. flag, and it doesn't matter how the car is handling most of the time. You know Frank should probably. I mean, hell, giving me a NASCAR. A NASCAR budget, <laughs> some of the shit that I oh pulled through God. the years. I mean, I pretty much needed one some I, I got really good straightening out sheet metal though. I can straighten out Jesus Street.
3: He, he'll tear the body off a car, come back next week, and it'll look like it's freaking brand new, and it's a hammered out body,
4: and it's like that's pretty. That's pretty awesome. You making it happen?
3: <laughs> this, there's so many chops in this. It's going to be so yeah. this Everybody is be be hard like, to edit. How many, how many times you edit this son of a
2: bitch? <laughs> fucking, and I have to have this out by Black Friday with Thanksgiving tomorrow. So,
3: my first feature, I don't know if you broke.
2: Or I, I was on the hill because he was on the
3: hill. at you the
1: whole fucking time. So,
3: I get out front and, and like I said, about the car twitching. You know what I mean? So, so, now it's in my head. It's like this. There's something stuff. wrong. I just feel something. Yeah, because I'm, I'm leading this thing from flag to flag. So, I win it. And he comes down off the stand, and he comes to shake my hand. And he and before he says congratulations, he's like, "Why in the fuck were you slowing down?
1: Every every time you fucking slowed down, you get tight, and he'd fucking reel you in." And I was I would like, get "I was so fucking I, mad."
3: I'd run the car hard, and I and I'd pull him pull him a couple car lengths, and then I'd get comfortable and I'd slow back down. And he was pissed. He's like, "You keep fucking slowing down." So now he's got it in my kid's head. My kid's like, you're too nice. You slow down. Rah, rah, rah. I'm like, shut your fucking
4: mouth.
0: I, I hate that. <laughs> if I'm out front, leading sucks. you that. just
3: run
1: that fucker.
3: See, I say leading sucks. That's what I said. If about, you
1: fucking like- see him pulling beside you, pinch him down a little bit. Take the line because you know he's better than you there. Just try to take the line. Don't wreck him. Don't wreck yourself, but try to take the line. Then slow down. But as long as he ain't fucking showing you a nose, why in the fuck you slowing down? Because he wasn't showing you a fucking nose.
3: Uh, listen, all I knew is they were going to have to pass me on the outside. The guy with the finished second, he was so pissed after the race. You'd have
1: fucking, you'd a fucking he watched come over that to race me and I, he's I like, probably would
3: have fucking... He's like, I'd have had you if you'd give me room to race. And I'm like, there was a whole fucking track on the outside <laughs> right. if you wanted it. Because I wouldn't come off the Uke tires, man, at all.
0: Yep. Give him the old George Sankey. If you want to <laughs> get around me, you got to go around me. Yeah.
3: <laughs> what one do you remember? What? Racing well I, we all know about dirty slider now but what one do you remember
1: that's the one i was talking about the yeah. one pitching at you the whole time i knew i wasn't racing no, on no, your first no one. i'm
3: talking you think that was your your favorite one to watch uh, I, what was your favorite race you and i racing
1: you're not talking about the nights you got fucking rolled over
3: that wasn't a good night i, I, I talked about that on on the last no. podcast which what? night are you talking i'm just asking you what For if sure. you what do you, what do you remember? What would have been your favorite night? You and I raced?
1: probably the dirty slider night. Cause I mean, it was a good fast oh, race. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was so out of control when I was in the car. Like it was so fucking tight. And like, I mean, I, I was giving every fucking percent I had, yeah. but I was just fucked.
3: That's probably,
1: we had all the motor in the world, but just yeah. couldn't fucking just- do not. It was just so rough, yeah. Heavy that night. You know what I mean. That's
3: that's probably the most all out I've ever been in a race car. Oh,
1: well, I was fucking all out on because right.
3: I knew he was all out, and it was like I said when I was, when the, the I'll show you the video when I come up like this and you come out to take your line and the nose goes poof, and I was like, "Fuck you!"
1: You know, I do remember, I do remember that because I lifted, I literally lifted.
3: Yeah. When that happened, it was almost at the flag.
4: Yeah. Yep,
3: I can hear my wife in the video.
4: Fucking Fozzy.
3: <laughs> now I. Listen, he said that before. He, he and I have fucking been
1: like um, side by side. Fucking, I mean, he gets more room than anybody else. The only person that got the same amount of room as you get was probably Chewy. Chewy, you know what I mean? Um, Because you like, know how
3: good a racing that's created. There? That how much
1: money that's fucking saved? <laughs>
3: <laughs> like. When I first started,
4: honestly, if he was near somebody, he was going to touch him. You know what I mean? I mean, and it was just, there were so many cars
3: in the class at that time. You almost had to, but he didn't, he definitely didn't make no friends. I didn't care. He too. didn't care. He I was there to care. fucking
1: win the fucking race. I wasn't there to play tiddlywings. That's what I always said. <laughs> if you're not fucking faster and you're in my line, I'm going to fucking move you up out of my line. I'm not going to try to wreck you. If you wreck, that's on you, but
3: sankey used to bitch about Roos because bobby would drive down into the corner park that thing on the bottom and then set it sideways and Fade nobody up. could pass you
1: that got you rolled over one night didn't it
3: yeah i well, went
1: down the fucking corner i turned the car sideways it. we we were, I parked it yeah. in the fucking corner and you got rolled over because uh, everybody
3: you should have went to the back that night you were that, right. that night
1: they put me i i was like no fucking way they put me back in the lead of that race. I was like, you got to be kidding. I fucking caused it. I think that, well, it was so dusty then. I think they thought Jamie turned me. I
4: don't Jamie know. Jamie
1: didn't turn me. I turned myself. I'll tell you right now I turned.
3: Well, if you remember when they were hauling me off, I was telling you to wreck. Joe. Oh, I know. <laughs> I was, I'm like, you wrecked that motherfucker. That one fucking junk his shit. And, and they put fuzzy and I'm, the corner flagman was watching me. So I don't, I half wonder if that didn't have something to do with it too. Cause they, they
1: put him to the back. Yeah put me at the front yeah and, and i ended way. up
3: i, I was ended up on the bike. hook oh my that one landed on its wheels the one of thunder mountain landed on its roof so these guys have asked stuff i i have it in my head what i think is probably your best night and that it's not even you racing but i think it's probably your most favorite race ever and like the pictures of this race stick in my head so like you, you, you answer, and I'll tell you if it's what I think it is.
1: Oh, it was definitely the night that uh, Josh raced yep. my
3: car. Yep, this is the one.
1: And uh, I was kicked out for a week for that, that week, too. I was allowed to go watch, but I was kicked out that week, and I thought, fuck you. That was that after Bob, be... Bob,
3: the Bobby ordeal, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah.
1: Guy comes up and punches me in my race car on the racetrack, and I get thrown out for retaliating once we hit the pits. All I had to do is keep his mouth shut. Oh. Nobody told me the next day, though. He told me, he said, if I had teeth, you'd have as many stitches in your hand as I have in my mouth. (laughs) And (laughs) he laughed.
3: I was, I I called him because I'm like, man, I heard Bobby's got a concussion. And he's like, you're fucking kidding me. I'm like, how hard did you hit him? He's like, I'll call him. So then he calls me back and he tells me that. He's like, yeah, Bob said, if I had as many teeth in my mouth, you'd have as many stitches or some shit.
1: I'll tell you what, but watching Josh that night, like he started towards the front. I don't know if he started on the pole. whatever but i think it was the third or fourth lap he is out and he slapped the wall yep he come in and uh he was all right but he was he was so disappointed himself you could just see him in the car and i was like you know listen you fucking got just fucking go you're fast enough it's early enough and he went out and he just drove his ass off to the front he was fourth place on the last lap and he just sailed it in. They were all you could throw a blanket over the first five places. Yep,
3: but he he high-sided them and all. And he
1: high-sided, they slowed down and he just didn't and he came around the top and he got it was Bruce, Brandon and someone else in that whole cluster of cars and that there there was never a prouder moment for me as a dad with a son in a race car. Now I've got a lot of proud moments with my kids, but as far as in a race car go yeah.
3: um, the pictures of that night are awesome. Like, like Penny K, she, she always kills it with pictures.
1: They can put that one on the back of my tombstone. Yeah. That one. Not that, one's that I'm awesome. going to have a place, a final place to rest,
3: I guess. But <laughs> that was, that was probably one of the most memorable things for me is just look like the look on your face because as dads, you and I are a lot alike. You know what I mean? Because like we want, we want our kids to have it all and be the best at whatever they can do. And, you know so like watching that night it was it was just as cool for me as it was for you i'm like i feel that i could feel that night he
1: is way calmer cooler and collected in a in a race car than i am And when i'm when i'm in a race car i feel like i got in a fighter jet you know what i mean i feel like it's just an all-out dog All fight out
4: going and
1: yeah. like night like you see the black and white video clips from 1943 where the planes the japanese i feel like everybody out there's japanese and i'm the only fighter there you
3: know some of the some of the coolest stuff for me is like i'll post a video of a heat race or something i have one that sticks in my mind and i mean i started dead last and i just you know and and i like i think a lot of your boy josh and and he's like smooth and steady animal smooth and steady so when he comments something because of his level of talent that's that's cool for me i'm like I'm like, yeah, this kid can drive and he recognized that I did something pretty cool. So it's like, that's awesome.
1: If I start in the back in a feature, you know what I mean? That's my starting place. I can usually pick my way up through whatever. But if I get sent to the back in a feature, forget it. I'm going to tear every fucking panel off the car. Yeah.
3: It's, Uh, it's, it's it's over. I've
1: seen it. It's like a switch.
2: (laughs) I'm not getting to leak anything tonight. No? No, but I got a ball rolling.
4: That'll be cool. That'll be cool i'll split it with you i'll split it with you like i i can't let's I not can't say do a
3: sponsorship yeah. thing but but the other thing. piece i'll split with you
1: yeah Depending i can't on. do a sponsorship i can i'll split the 500 and try to get Sanction. right the Sanction what, what, yeah, what yeah you gotta or even the if he needs 1200 bucks for, was it first week or is it for the year
2: i i don't know i mean
4: i don't if know
1: if it's for if you need like money to put towards 1200 bucks try to get some money towards that uh,
3: right 1200 dollars doesn't go far what that's what he's struggling with right now um that last race we sat side by side and you look down at the grandstands there's nobody in the grandstands.
1: but uh, that that's every track right now i don't believe it's just yeah. his track i mean i've sat like and you go in the pits and the pits are full you know pretty yeah. full hummingbird and you look up the stands and it's
4: like nobody where the
1: hell's everybody at The problem is also everybody that's going to the racetrack and going live. I hate that. Don't go live. Everybody can sit at home and watch these races on Facebook. Yeah.
3: They they don't have to be there. Uh, Craig and wanted me to ask you about the wreck, but you kind of touched on that. Like he was, he's like, you know, where's, where's his mindset? Does it change? And I'm like, (laughs) no,
1: my mind says, get the fuck back in the car and let's go racing. I mean that like, here's the, as far as that, whole mindset goes through all that like i was my own worst enemy okay and now i feel like you know it's like a flat tire they
4: fixed,
3: yeah Uh, uh from a friendship point of view like being 50 um i i didn't really give two shits about health or whatever but like when you said when you texted me and said i'm going back for a stint i'm like all right and it wasn't very long you texted back and you're like i gotta have heart surgery like i think your ordeal was the first one that ever actually kicked me in the head it's like it's like it's fucking real and you're getting older well
1: i mean <laughs> obviously i've never dealt with any of this you know what i mean so there's a certain amount of fear that goes with it but i can remember going for the stent i think i was i mean i, I was scared there was no doubt about because i had no idea what yeah. to
0: expect
3: whatever
1: and then you're awake
3: yeah so that would fuck me up
1: laying there on a table and they're uh you know Ready you to can watch stent. it on the
3: screen is what yeah. my dad told me.
1: Well, yeah, you can. It's like a little, I mean, there's a couple of different ways I could put this, like a sperm going through a canal, you know what I mean? Through the, <laughs> whatever. I Looking for a egg, Looking for a egg. you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, like, literally, uh, that probably had me more scared than anything stent part. Well, then, everybody disappeared on me. I'm laying on this table. And I swear to God, it's like you're in a warehouse, and there's a UFO trying to land on top of you. These Bing the way lights. the lights are and shit like that, and laying there all alone, it's like, and all of a sudden he comes back and he's like shoving a picture in my face. See this? <laughs> this is this is what we got going on oh, here. Man, and uh, good thing is, good news is, is we have a surgeon here. We're gonna do this in an hour and a half. I was like, "Why? I don't even get to go home and think about it. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, we're gonna no. take you to your room. This is happening.
1: So they take me to the room. They get me all prepped and ready, and like I, it literally came to a. Like, your biggest fears kind of go out the window at that point. Yeah. Because for me, I laid there and I thought, you know, I can go home and die. Or I can go in here on the table you and let them up. do their thing and live or die. Yeah. Either way, if I walk out of here, I'm going to die right now. We're all going to die eventually. But, you know, it's just when you're going to die. But I'm too fucking stubborn to die. So I got shit to do. <laughs> I got race cars to wreck. I got, got people to, to fuck <laughs> off. I got people to, you know. I got I got Hazenites to really Hazenites. get under their skin.
3: <laughs> oh my God, Hazenites! <laughs> Dude, oh, that's Melbourne. going down in history. <laughs> There's some Hazenites. So, out there. other than them, who's been your biggest rival?
1: Who hasn't? Who hasn't? Fuck, he got I mean, I fucked a off one. a lot of people. I mean, I've got I got a lot of people that I've definitely pissed off. You know, through racing, <laughs> like Sierra, right yeah, now. Yeah, you know, it's a week. It's a weekly deal on who my rival is sometimes you know what i mean um who drove into me last week who did i drive into last week
3: i've seen him i've we've had this exact conversation multiple times i'll be like i'll come over and i'll be like how is it or what happened And first words out of his mouth that motherfucker (laughs) it's like which one
1: (laughs) yeah i don't know i can't say i mean as far as rivals go i mean Rusty and I had a little bit of a rival um, at Thunder Mountain for a while. You know, he was bad fast when we got those uh, Rebel cars and stuff. And, like, we raced each other really hard, uh, had a lot of good races together. Um, So he was kind of a bit of a rival. I can't say we ever had any real disagreements back then. There was one night, I think. It wasn't nothing major. I just told him sometimes the fastest car don't win. And he told me that's bullshit.
3: <laughs> you said that way too fast. Well, yeah. You know.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Really, rivals. I mean, it's always been the same rival, I guess. Every time that they showed up in my class.
3: Yeah.
1: Or my kid's class or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I don't even think that he's the problem.
3: I don't either. She's the problem. Yeah.
1: Skip to the Lou, my darling. Yeah.
3: Okay, Wilbur.
1: <laughs> Andrew, they're
3: Andrew. inside jokes, so we can't really. We could, but
1: we were winning a ton of races till Andrew showed up. And then Andrew started taking away, and this and that. And I kind of, you know, I was. uh, He was definitely a bit of a rival for other reasons. Yeah, Um, that really had nothing that, to do with us. So that
3: that one there, like, they changed. They changed the whole spectrum of pro stock racing. You know what I mean? And, and if you go look at their cars, and I've I've gotten a pretty good look at their stuff, like it's nothing fancy. It's like when you guys came out with the the first SS cars around here, and everybody's like, they're fucking cheating. they've got a three link on. No, they don't. But but they definitely had a new combination, something different figured out that that nobody
4: else had. And I, no. <laughs> just listen. <laughs> I don't want to say it. How would Andrew
1: say it?
3: We've all done something.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely.
3: You know what I mean? We've all done something.
1: Yeah, I put different guys in my car. (laughs) That was definitely cheating. (laughs) (laughs) Let
3: him
2: drive it. Jim's running the podcast for us. I'm just kind of here.
3: Yeah. Yeah, well, I figured we might as well bullshit racing for a while.
2: Hell, yeah. He is the preacher, you know. He's leading the choir
3: tonight. (laughs) Hey, call me the preacher. There was was a while I was like, when, when I went through... When I went through a bunch of personal shit, like that's where I did. I went to church and and like I I poured myself into that for a while, and and it helped. You know, I can remember I was still I was still pretty deep in that. And uh Josh wrecked wrecked the car. Remember, like didn't he get he get thrown out of a car? And I remember that he didn't wreck those, it.
1: He was with a couple buddies. Yeah, and he got ejected. And-,
3: and like we we had the the creature style conversations with you cuz like you were you're pretty messed up. That that
1: scared me probably. It's your kid more than anything. Yeah.
3: It's your kid. Noah Noah stuck his Yukon over a bank last year. And uh I was good. Like I'm like where are you at? He's like dad, you're not going to pull it out of here. So um it's actually Josh is going to be Josh's new boss, but palace Towing went and they they went to yank him out and I went to find him. And I was good until I got there. Man oh man, I like walked up to the edge of the bank and looked down to where the Tahoe was at. And I saw how he hit and I immediately saw how he could have hit. And then I was I was fucked up at that point. And I it's either yell at him or just be like, you, are you okay? You know, and That's I'm, what
1: we get for making them race car drivers. They yeah, think they're invincible too. No
3: shit. No shit. My my dad tells me all the time that like he's like, This is karma. You're getting you're getting everything that you gave me times three, <laughs> and I gave my old man a lot of shit when it come to cars, did yeah, yeah, dude, I miss your dad. oh, yeah, like he was he was a good, good dude. I don't know if fuzzy would have known your dad or not.
0: My dad raced all over a bunch of different classes.
3: Don't know that he ever ran pro stock, yeah, yeah, well, like I remember your dad racing with Sankey and the modifieds and stuff. We had a lot of fun that was his that was his class, yeah, listen. I think he has a fucking camera or something in his car because this fucking guy can hook anybody I know with the right rear quarter panel.
1: did you ever see the right side mirror in the car? <laughs> yeah.
3: there, there have been nights where you come by and all of a sudden you'll see that car go, whap! Somebody just goes like this and you're like, holy shit. Probably Bruce. I know you've done it a couple times to Bruce. Yeah,
1: The only guy that I'm sure that I did it intentional to was back in my pure stock days. I was racing Bob Alcorn. And I oh, I remember him. Intentionally wrecked him with the right rear of the car, and I felt so bad afterwards. I went down. I said, "Hey man," I said, "I'm sorry." And he said, "Oh hey, hey it happens. It's racing." I said, "No." I said, "No, that I, I intentionally wrecked you with the... <laughs> And he just looked at me like I was like from another planet. <laughs> so I just want to apologize because I like intentionally.
3: I've never wrecked you, but I think I've moved you with the spoiler. You've moved me with a lot. <laughs> get out there and get it against him, and it's like okay. Now you're where I want you. Then just leave them there. Eight wheels turn better or four.
4: <laughs> That's not true. I was. So Don't
3: old. I know it?
2: <laughs> 12 is even better. Uh, you hit me. I hit the Uke tire. Car hit the trailer. Uh, whoops. Happens.
0: I helped you fix it, though.
2: No, you didn't.
3: <laughs> I would have.
2: He was like in second and he spun and he was real hot and heavy. Re-pissed. and He, wanted, he,
3: he was wanted doing to get... a triple F. You know what Triple F is, right? Fuzzy fucking fields. (laughs) Boom.
2: You think you could probably rearrange those too, depending on who you are. That's
3: right. I I put that. I made a logo for that and everything. I think I did spin
0: it in second that night.
2: Yeah, it was your orange car. Actually, Um, it was on those cards that I was using for a while. Yeah,
3: Triple F. Yeah.
1: Yeah. On a rear spoiler. I hated you.
2: That way, if I hit them with the rear spoiler, they at least knew knew who it was. (laughs) The worst part was I've left the spoiler there a couple times worst part was that was when uh the 68 was in had his orange car too Mm -hmm. so like i was so new all i knew was black orange ended in eight so i'm like god this guy sucks
3: (laughs) (laughs) talking about shit at the track thanks (laughs) uh
4: it was at amp and i think it was roseman so i come in and, and i was pissed because
3: i got tore up he was tore up and i knew he was pissed and i looked at the boys and i'm like let's get this thing loaded i said because there's going to be shit and i am not in the mood and they're like all right so so literally like i drive with a burt i drive it right up on the trailer we strap it down and we're backing out and by the time we back out while we're loading he's like get that motherfucker off there and he's screaming and they've got a saws all out there and they're cutting this thing apart and as we're pulling out i see him going across the pits with the freaking bumper and he throws it down on his dude's trailer and says there you tell that motherfucker if he wants a piece of me there and fucking <laughs>
4: that's Why a he... good one.
3: Oh, I was i was like wow he is jacked was that meme night
2: yeah that was the night i made the meme on facebook that was when i decided i was going to be one of those racing pages where i was going to post stuff that Young people would understand, and no one else would.
3: Made a meme about you. Yeah, yeah. that's some bullshit.
2: So there's a there's a meme Asshole. of a of a, a porn star, a blonde lady sitting there with five big black dudes behind her. You can guess where that went? So my me- my <laughs> meme had my car as the little blonde lady, and it says, "When you think your car's not fucked after race night," <laughs>
3: <laughs> and it had a picture oh, wow. of the guide
2: rail, his car. <laughs> and a uke tire as the black guys
3: oh damn
2: and that was my page was still young enough though no one really got to see it kind of ashamed We're gonna revisit that. i guess I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll put it in the comments of this one i have videos of stills from videos of me middle finger first year i have no idea what the fuck i'm doing oh, middle dude. finger out the window flipping everybody off listen
3: like you you jumped right into fire you know what i mean uh and it at this stage of the game with race and the way it is it doesn't matter what class you jump in i think you're jumping into the fire you know but like those cars there's so much to them and
0: there's somebody in every class that
4: is under a game oh 100 percent. oh man absolutely um
1: there's classes out there where <laughs> there's a eight to ten guys yeah. that are, are the yeah, threat every A-game. night you. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Well,
3: we had we had a Penn Ohio show last year, and and I'll be the first guy to say, don't don't let that badass dude that's rolling in there beat you. Don't He's let the him get in your first
1: guy that's in his head. And then I'm the, the first guy that's, that's in paint.
3: my own head. Yeah, and we had a bunch of cars show up. We had a bunch of cars show up, Willow. and I was like, oh, we're fucked, we're fucked, we're fucked. And I turned fastest lap I've ever turned, you know, time second in my heat race or time second in time trials, and it's like. But Fuzzy's right. Like I get in my own head.
2: It's been a while since I've had a timed lap, but last time was my first year. Yeah, it's because we don't have transponders because we can't afford them. Um,
3: <laughs> uh, oh, shit.
2: Um, but like my first time out, I went out and just sent it. Yeah. And I com- like I completed hot laps and completed my heat race, and I was like, God, I'm I'm gonna be good at this. this is, I'm, I'm lying. Like, I'm a prodigy. I looked at the time. I was like five seconds slower than everybody on a twelve second check.
0: Yeah. I remember the first time I got in a car and my dad said, You're on be out there really thinking you're doing something until the leader comes past and sucks the numbers off the side of the fucking car. Yeah. And I'm telling you, John Lee come past me and it was like I was sitting fucking
3: Yeah.
2: First time I got lapped that I was on track long enough to get lapped, uh, Jacoby came past
3: me. Oh yeah. And
2: I I was outside and I go and I just go right into the wall.
3: <laughs> I have a picture from my rookie season. Like we were just talking about it. Like when you first get into a car, like everything's tunnel vision, you know what I mean? You can't, you know, my first night, my buddy's like, what oil pressure was it? What was the temperature? And I'm like, "Want me to fucking look at the gauges, (laughs) you know, but I have a picture of him going by me in a heat race. And man, oh man, when, when that car would come by with what I had originally and with what he had, when he would come by, it was just like, it was like, it would just rumble my car as it was going by. And I'm like, how the fuck, and back in the day you know it was like he's got to be cheating to be that fast you have to be cheating now now i've got enough time under my belt it's like you start figuring things out and it's like it's just getting them around there yeah seat time
2: yep that night i hit, that night i hit the wall to avoid jacobi was the only night i parked it in victory lane because that's where i spun after i hit the wall <laughs> <laughs> i can remember my
1: first race first race like you were talking about the tunnel vision i can remember pulling up on the track for the feature somehow through the invert i was starting on the pull and i'd never raced the feature my first heat race was just you know half hour hour prior to all this bullshit and i'm starting on the pull Well, we go racing and i don't think it was i don't know four or five laps in of course these guys are faster more knowledge and yeah i'm out there driving like i ha- i'm a race car driver but i really wasn't a race, <laughs> car, race car,
3: car driver, driver yet yeah.
1: and uh i got real assy coming off the corner and the end into my car caught a guy in his left front and flattened his brand new tire i found out later on it was brand new and uh this yellow car pulls up beside me and he's running down the side of me smashing into me uh, looking over i'm like fuck you motherfucker I'm, here, I thought it was Ricky Maxim, yeah, and no, Ricky is, Ricky, Ricky Maxim was a, you know, demo guy. Yeah. I was demoing, so I was like, okay, we're going to rival on a racetrack now, too. So we pull off the racetrack, and I smash into the ass of him, and I'm driving down through the pits, and it was Frank Little. <laughs> it wasn't even Ricky <laughs> yeah. Maxim. I didn't know who Frank Little was. Yeah. If I had known it was Frank Little, I probably would have just kept going, and maybe won my first feature. I don't know. <laughs> I doubt it, but, uh, so... Yeah, we took the demo. We took the demolition derby to the racetrack. Brought it I to guess, the racetrack. That's all I knew anyway.
3: We're gonna go back to your stock racing. It'll be more fun. I
2: don't Maybe know when I'm 60. It seems dramatic right now.
3: Deer stock racing? Well, I mean,
4: hummingbird's still getting a ton of cars. You know what I mean? And it's like when I, that's how we started.
3: Like In the early days of the pro stock division, you'd show up at Hummingbird, and if you weren't good enough, you might be going home on a trailer because we're running B-Mains, you know? And pure stock division is almost like that right now. They're running – there's nights, there's 20 cars there.
1: I can remember we split the class. We had so many cars that we split the class. We were getting 32 cars a night, pure stock, novice cars, whatever. And you didn't know who you were racing, you know, week to week because it was a road just by a – Basically a peel draw is yeah. you know, dependent is dependent on who you
2: raced with all yeah. those cars. Well, I know uh Hidden Valley had a lot there towards the end of the season. Yeah. Pure stocks. I mean, I know a couple of late model guys that have gone back to Pure Stocks. Yeah. So it's, it's it's like going through a regrowth.
3: It's we like you talked about, like Fuzz talked about early on, it's still still a stock car. Um it's right on that ragged edge though of turning into what we have. You know, I mean yeah because racers
1: are their own worst enemy give worst us more enemy. give us more you know in 10 they, years you'll have an econo stock oh uh, <laughs> maybe next year the way things are going
3: well if they were up to fuzzy we'd have ls motors
1: we would in the pure stocks yeah they're cheaper yeah and they take abuse and they run like hell yeah i mean they're 400 horsepower they're 400 with horse nothing stock,
3: you know with a little bit of nothing yeah
1: put an intake in a carburetor and yeah, the problem is the electric fuel pump. I don't know what you do about that. Front wheel drive four cylinders run electric fuel pumps. Yes. Then what the fuck's the problem with a pure yep. stock drive?
2: I've seen that conversation pop up yeah. a few we times from different people.
0: Electric fuel pump on modified. On the modified, you
3: just run an oil pressure switch.
2: Yeah,
3: uh, it's gonna show I, up to a new level. I don't get wrecked by them as often as everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Throw that slider. Again, Listen, anyway.
2: <laughs>
1: there, <laughs> there's not a night that I go to the racetrack that I plan on wrecking. I don't want to wreck. I get so sick and tired of fixing bent shit and straightening shit out. Uh, the the money that's involved these days. No way. Nobody
2: has time for that bullshit. I know when I backed, you guys were there that night. When I backed the car into turn one.
3: That's well, the night I, of punctured a fuel cell. So.
2: Yeah. That was the night I said, okay, I really need to figure out what the fuck I'm doing. because I'm going to kill myself or go broke. <laughs>
3: i'm alive and broke i've watched your race and i mean aside from setup in the car i still think i still think number one is like you have to back up your entry justin races with i I, and i did
2: towards the end of the year towards the
3: end of the year when you start getting a car underneath you that's you know that's what you're doing like saying that like fuzzy's one of the guys that will drive a car deeper into the corner than most guys I know and still hang on to it. It's the
1: only thing I drive deep.
3: <clears throat> Listen, I have some problems you're born with. You just, you just I you know, I like got a
1: small tongue. It. I mean, what do you want me to do? <laughs> oh
3: man. <laughs> now I went off the rails. Oh
1: God. Well, I mean, let's think about it tits in the pits. And I mean, race cars are like sex. You either, you either have a really good night or you have a really bad night. Usually it's not very much in between.
3: When somebody says race cars are better in sex and somebody argues that fact, they obviously have never driven a really good race car. You got that right.
2: <laughs> you ain't kidding. My train of thought's out the window. Yeah.
3: I Listen, I knew he could. Throw, I kept asking you, you got a script. You got a script because I knew he'd throw you off.
2: Uh, the first 10 questions were the script and I just said, fuck it. We'll go from there. Lamp. I just don't know if I'm going to make this two episodes, or a really long one.
3: So you're going to have two cars.
2: Yeah, because I am
1: mentally challenged. Mentally challenged. Same. I was talking about Listen, this. and
3: I'm not going to argue that point. I
1: was talking about this today to somebody. I don't even remember who in the hell I was talking to. And I said, what the fuck's wrong with me? You know, one car is enough problems, and then go back to
3: you? i I'm thinking back like way back when I first started doing their stuff. Like he was he was putting a body on a street stock car. He was putting a steel body on a pure stock car because at the time Chewie was in a pure stock. Were you bodying Dan H- or Donnie Henry's cars too?
1: No, I was bodying Josh's neon.
3: That's right. There that's that was the fourth. That's car. the car
1: that was the year we did all four cars the same. Yeah. Don Henry actually did his own Wow, well, he had help, but yeah. he and his crew did his. But yeah, that there was-, was four cars sitting there being bodied at that point that was my
3: yeah. first like those were my first big checks you know i he's like i got three four five cars for you to do and i'm like holy shit so i would spend all week long cutting vinyl and i'd go to their place and i'd have shit stacked this high and and i'd letter race cars all day long
1: and i spent months hours upon hours body and race cars
3: you know like he does
1: You think I'd have been nicer to him as much
3: work as I did. Yeah. You you've never been nice to any of them. You drove the Pure Stock too, too, right? Didn't you drive Chewy's Pure Stock? No. You didn't drive that one at all? That's the one they got from Dan Henry. Right. I never
1: got
2: to drive that. A lot of the problems come from I don't have a racing history to go past three years ago.
3: Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like there's how long you've been in it? There's there's so much. Like I like I've been around it since since I got out of college in, in 95, 96. And I mean, for me, like I dive back into the old stuff now, you know, I talked on the podcast that I did with you originally about Heidelberg and guys race for a living. That's why the the old hats that are still around. And I mean, like our class, there's a lot of older guys, like older guys in our class that, you know, need to pay more, need to pay more because they've been around the era where you could actually make money with a race car. And locally, you're not going to make money with a race car now.
2: Not with four tracks in the same demographic.
3: No. Mm.
2: I used to make money with a race car until <laughs> I got home.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Sierra's sitting in the background here, but I'm sitting here thinking we're talking about drama earlier. And
2: what's Sierra have to do with drama?
3: Well, <coughs> wait, I'm getting there. Like his. Fuzzy's I'm trying to figure out how I want to word this. Fuzzy's entourage of fans that come along. Like the female drama was almost always better than the male drama. He was talking about his Penn Ohio show. So and I'm gonna name names on this one because <laughs> it was it was it was just straight up hilarious. I gotta so, do some
2: bleeping and post
3: So Frank, Frank
4: is up on the hill and and i think it was brent leading and broke he he pulled to the infield anyway so there it ended up like he get
3: whacked or he was just like out of steam like he just couldn't go no more or something you remember the left rear
1: trailing arm broke they were always having issues with the left rear lower trailing arm in the car okay those guys and it broke so, and at the rear end Remember, it was falling out from underneath or the shock or something yeah, like that right. when he picked it off. So
3: he pulled the infield. So Fuzzy goes on to win. So my wife, my boys, me, we're all in the grandstands, and we're all like, yeah, you know, that's what we wanted to see. We wanted to see him win, Brent Burrow. Um, and you hear the chaos start from behind you.
4: Fuck you. I, I, I just and,
3: and I look, and Frank's screaming. and lisa lindemuth is turned around screaming at fuck you frank he doesn't deserve that i mean it was hilarious Uh, and i mean that's not the first time like that group they just hated him on the racetrack and they had no problem vocalizing how bad they hated him especially when he won or if if their cars and he got together or whatever and i was just like I woke up six, six o'clock the next morning. Cause I was cheering that he won to my phone going off messenger. And I had, I had this huge long message because I was cheering.
1: Do you wait till tomorrow morning or after care. this is played?
3: I don't care. I was, and I was cheering that he had won and they thought I was cheering because Brent broke, whatever, whatever, you know, the 28 car, that's who we came to see. That's who won pound sand as far as I'm concerned. But the the women in that group, like when he was married, <laughs> they would just, it was, it was, it was worth the price of admission. You know what I mean? To just watch the women. So scream. glad I come by myself. <laughs>
1: I can, I can remember walking down through the pits after winning one night and like you talk about women and the women, like you're right. Like there was this, I don't even know who it was. A lady was sitting in the front row of the bleachers calling my wife at that point in time, a fucking whore. And this and that, just because I had won the race Yeah. and no, for no reason whatsoever. Other than that, I had won the race. <gasps> um,
3: she can stir the shit.
1: No. Nah. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat>
3: <laughs> so she like, sure.
4: Yeah, okay. okay. okay.
1: Actually, the tempers just got way worse and she gets blackout conditions and she has to sit down so she ain't got time to stir the shit. I saw that firsthand this year.
4: But,
3: uh, like, it's always been like that. It, and I mean, like, they... When they dislike him, they don't just dislike him. They despise him. I love it, though.
1: It fuels me. I, I mean, it, it like, literally fuels me.
3: I know. they were There was so much bullshit the one year at the track that they came down to give him the checkered flag and he's like, fuck that, bring me the black flag. Give me flag. the black flag. <laughs> Yeah, so, so he's standing in victory lane holding the black flag <laughs> that's awesome he climbs up on the roof they're booing and carrying on and he climbs on the roof of the car and bows
1: give him a kyle bush <laughs> i i love the fans love me but i love the fuck with the ones that hate it so oh my god they hated me at clearfield
3: you could hear the booing that's why we need videos. to bring street stocks back to clairfield but yeah that's that's i that kind of just landed on me i'm like and, and don't get me wrong, on the flip side of it, like your ex, she had no problem fighting back and running her gums either.
1: Actually, she wouldn't say much that night. I was fighting North late and thought I was going to get hauled out for, you know, <laughs> standing in some woman's face screaming at her. And that's not really the character you want to perceive in front of hundreds of race fans, but no. my
3: God. He was, he was so mad one night. This is no bullshit. Hundreds
1: of race fans? What's that?
3: He he was so mad one night.
1: Racing fans, not my fans. Racing fans. Well, I mean, fans. in general,
3: <laughs> like he went on the hill. He went on the hill to confront one guy. Um, knocked the phone out of his hand because he was videoing him, and and there was probably six or eight. It just wasn't confronting one guy. So then back to women getting involved. A woman gets involved. So I'm I'm in, payoff line later that night, and I'm like, hey, dude. Rumors were floating around the pits. Did you fucking hit her? Like, I, I was, and he's like, fuck that stupid bitch. I didn't fucking hit her and bubble And the next thing you know, wah, 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 wah from behind us because she was standing fucking behind us in the payoff line. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, well, it, it was good.
1: Then we proceeded to have quite like, the conversation after that.
3: Yeah, conversation. We'll We'll call it a conversation
1: called her out for what she really is
3: yeah one one thing about him like he has he has no problem addressing whatever needs addressed in the moment
1: <laughs> i'll always tell you the way it is or the way i think it is doesn't mean i'm right but i'll tell you the way i think it is. i
2: saw, I saw a, a, a facebook thing it was like i knew i was wrong 10 minutes ago i'm arguing now to piss you off that, right? Right? that's
3: him that is definitely that's me. fuzzy fields Yep, that's triple even F. even if right i there, realize
1: that i'm Realize I'm wrong. So like, eh, well, fuck you. I'm just gonna keep dragging this out.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck with you now. Well, the night with, the night with Bob, like you guys should have seen that. And it was like a progression of events. Like Fuzzy and Bob who got together, tore the side off Bob's car, Bob wrecks, and he's mad. So he comes over and like first he's pull- did you keep riding around?
1: Well, I did, but then I had to stop. Yeah,
3: so like he's riding around in the progression, Bob's pointing a finger and Fuzzy's riding around, and he slams the car third trip around they're hooking it up so bob makes it to the window and freaking belts him through the window <laughs> and everybody's like oh like you can hear those grandstands go oh because they all knew what was coming i threw
1: the belts to get out of the car and when i looked and saw how many people were standing there i was like i'm gonna be the fucking asshole no matter what here so i thought i'll just take it to the pits
3: yeah so how'd you find them? like this well the i went to course. the pits yeah
1: and I looked at, into his pit where he pitted at. wasn't there. So I go up onto the hill at the fence. And I'm like, I'm running the fence like a, I don't know. Like pit. a mad dog. Yeah, no, not there. So I stand there and I watch the feature that's going on. And I literally calmed down. It had been 15, 20 minutes. Because there was caution after caution after caution. And so then I was hungry. So I decided I was going to go get something to eat. And I'm walking up through the pits. And all I hear is
4: yeah.
1: I turned and I, I saw standing there and I was like no I'm not doing this so I took another step and I was like fuck this I am too and I went over and I don't talk much I don't talk much when it comes down to that yeah. after I mean, I was already hit and I was pissed off all over again and it was just like he waved it dip, boom
3: so <laughs> he's always into shit and like one thing I'll say about being friends with him like if somebody has a problem with me they've have got a problem with him too uh there was this one guy johnny that i just could never ever get away from when we were racing it didn't matter what happened like he and i were banging slamming so we ended up getting together it was a special it was the it was the chili race and uh me and this guy get together tears a tie rod ends and shit off my car so they drag me in and i'm i'm sitting on the edge of my truck trailer suit getting my suit and stuff off, get my tennis shoes on, and here comes these three guys across the pit. And I'm looking and they're they're already starting. Like they're from here to your truck outside.
4: Wah, 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 wah.
3: and I was in the mood. And I'm usually not in the mood. So I'm like, all right. I'm like I'm like, wait one second. I finished tying my shoes and and I jump up like fuck you motherfuckers. And I didn't get the length of my truck and fuzzies in their face fuck you you fucking assholes you fucking and now next thing i know i'm breaking up a fight that i wanted to get into <laughs> <laughs> like that's some bullshit he was gonna kick their ass though and i was like oh well <laughs> oh well it is what it is you've had a few through the years a few a few how what many other how many other ones is a track really no
1: that's a track I don't know. There was a pure stock one, I remember. Back in the day, these guys came up from James Creek at the end of the season. Came in, just drove through all of our shit. Wrecked our shit up. Ended up winning that night, but probably wouldn't have. Had a couple other guys got all tore to hell. And uh, went down to the pits and there's... Most of of the guys, you know the way they are. They'll go bark, but nobody's nobody's got any bite. Well, um, I bet... In the <laughs> I a bit because I was pissed off about it too. Because I was, I was tore up by still one. And uh, all I can remember is this. I don't, I don't know. I still think the guy was seven foot tall today. Like I hit him. He wasn't quite seven foot tall, but I hit him. And I felt like I hit a fucking tree. Like it just didn't really move much. So I had to hit him one again. <laughs> I had to hit him again. But when I hit him, everybody went like crazy. Everybody did start fighting then. And I got like knocked out of the way. And, i was like well i didn't want nothing else to do with him after that anyway <laughs> <So. laughs>
3: like i can remember there being a few at hummingbird george bailey was in a couple i remember george get having a hold of sean Schaefer on the ground and just like them guys were just going at it and the funny thing i'm sitting here thinking about it um today today was the day Ina passed away well, you know um so the Ina Memorial is for the Pro Stocks at Hummingbird. And, and Louie has told me this story. It's so funny. He's like, my Ina just loved Fuzzy. She would always tell me to stop picking on him. Sometimes sometimes he needed to be corrected and he was in trouble, but my Ina would just tell me to leave him alone. He's a nice man. You, you leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking... <laughs> <laughs> ah, nice man just kicked the shit out of those
1: two dudes down in the pits <laughs> I know would see me walking in I always had a smile and it was always she always wanted to you know the girls she wanted to you know talk to the girls and you know my yep. Joey and Aubrey you know they were babies and loved them and so you know it wasn't hard to smile about that walking in she didn't get to see what transpired, what transpired you know what was going yeah. on later on down in the pits when you know tempers had kicked in yeah. or whatever But
3: thoughts like I said Louie Louis still tells the story. My Ina loves him. And I, I'm, she tells me to not pick on him. <laughs> <laughs> the irony of that is freaking amazing.
1: <laughs> I went after a guy one night that went after Louis. I stepped through and
3: uh, I went I after. I remember this.
1: Yeah. Um, I was going to kick Louis's ass and I made sure that
3: that wasn't happening. That wasn't going so to happen. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah.
1: No. I, yeah. I didn't know if I'd get kicked out, if I was defending Louie's honor or not, but
0: you were about to find out. You know. It doesn't bother me anymore getting in lineup, being anxious, because my dad was always one that made me anxious. Yeah, it was always, you know, he was always asking me, did you tighten that lug nut? Did you do this? Did you do that in? Yeah. He's there. I know he's there and he doesn't let me forget anything now. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's to that point where I get in line up and God love Gary. I don't know what it is, but we always seem to start beside one another in line. (laughs) And I'm telling, we play rock, paper, scissors. We'll set in line up and play rock, paper, scissors. Are you serious? Oh yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're You're calming them down. down. You're calming them down. You got to quit calming them down. That way you can you door slam the too. fucker in the corner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah
3: I roll Absolutely. Up of him. I roll up. We'll be starting side by side. I roll up alongside of him and and I'll be sitting there and, like I I have to like get myself my right head space. And, and I'll look over and he'll be over there. <laughs> I'll
4: taking taking pictures of us. And I'm
1: like, geez. <laughs> well, no, I'm taking pictures of
2: us yeah. like laughing, you know, back and forth. Or whatever. Yeah, I had mine. And in, in the there's a night where Gary and Eric wrecked pretty bad. Uh, Gary hit the, the light bulb, knocked the light out. And, you know, first the fire truck went out, red flag. It was pretty, a lot of activity on track. And it was on the far side of the tracks. So nobody could see anything. And I was parked right in turn four. I pulled my phone out, was texting everybody up on the hill. Hey, everybody's out of the car. Everybody's all right. like, where the fuck do you have your phone?
0: Well, I think you texted me. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't take that. I got phone. back and I was like, where the fuck do you have your phone at? always I've, in my
1: fire suit i've been leading nights Dude, if i go to and a hospital we'll get a with me and i'll text my guys <laughs> what, what kind of lead we got you know what i mean how, <laughs> uh, how far you know are we good or
3: fuck it i'm taking i'm fucking making a pocket in my car for my phone now. we don't I mean, we well, don't
1: use those lights and you know so yeah. we're using our fucking cell
2: phones
3: i hope i hope our explanation of the dirty slider settles ray the fuck down
2: <laughs> well i'm gonna try the way you guys explained it don't do that to me. You've got a lot coming. Just anyway, The way... As soon as I learn how to throw a slide job, you've got one coming.
1: Oh, I'm sure there's going to be lot, lots of slide jobs in, in our careers together. Oh,
2: we'll,
1: yeah. You're going to pull them on me. I'm going to pull them on you. I mean, it's going to have Renee's going to be fucking, fuck fucking fuzzy. And she's going to be fucking Jim. And fuck, you know. Fuck Animal.
3: Fuck Animal. Fuck Animal.
1: <laughs> yeah, it won't be
4: Jim
3: some of the shit that's out there today like i did an xr1 car that had a digital dash in it and if you set a if you set a new camera in there the new gopro cameras it'll link with the the freaking dash it'll tell you every rpm where you're at on the track and, and it'll it'll race the whole race and you can play it back so like coming out of two and i'm losing speed here and it it's it's crazy all that SMP I'm going yeah. to talk to the
1: tech man about My tech That does fucking that. Uh, does it, The ignition triggers going on off of the Harmonic balancer, these fucking cheating bastards That's traction control
3: That's A lot of the late models are running that shit now Just just turn the dial Well
2: I know one that has it
3: Crank trigger Dell's shit all probably has it
2: I know one that we run against that has it Really? Well, tell us who the cheaters are I might bleep that out but <laughs>
3: <laughs> he, I'll tell you what If he listens
1: to the podcast He'll be like Oh them fuckers Are talking about me They're talking about me but
3: you know <clears throat> In all the years I've known him, He talks a big shit I'll kick this fucker's ass I'll kick that fucker's ass I don't know if I've ever seen him In a fight
2: He seems like a teddy bear The
1: closest he ever got a fight with me is throwing a fucking Beer ball
4: at me It bounced off my windshield And I got out of my car And he ran through the fucking pits actually like if i'm not on the track that's who she's cheering for but
3: there are nights where god love you he's a fucking hammerhead and like like the night we, of the dirty slider his car was so bad he was in the infield i think three different times he comes across the infield on renee's video fucking fuzzy
1: it was fast it just fucking it wouldn't was, turn It just
3: wouldn't turn like, if he got it straight, I knew he was passing me. And the, in the video, you can see, like, he comes past me in three and four, and I just turn the car. Center of the corner, I go, Because I could turn the car through the turn. And, and
1: anybody else, I kept rolling. I braked for him, but anybody else, I'd have fucking, I'd have drove straight through at that point. There'd
3: have been two cars left if it had been anybody else. You got you that were, right. And fucking Zambotti would have won it.
1: I probably would have hit him, too. Oh, yeah. At that point him and i were tearing shit up behind behind you trust me
3: trust well they call him everybody at lernerville calls him slam body because he seems to like run into everybody he doesn't make any friends at lernerville except the track management seems to like him
2: stir that pot jim well i don't know if this podcast gets out that far but listen
3: i i keep pushing it all of our friends listen and i got friends all over They'll probably be like, holy fuck, Animal just said that.
2: I don't know animal. how much of it's true or like scams or whatnot, but like I have a heat map that shows me where everybody listens from. Mm-hmm. We have listeners in Australia, in the EU.
3: Really? That's cool as shit. I so don't you know. Got ways to track everything.
2: Yeah. I don't know how much of it's like if someone's using a VPN and they're listening to it here or, or if it's just some bot that listens to things to try to find like ways to scam people or something. But yeah, you don't have access to all that yet. Yeah. I'm not giving it to you. he'll he'll, he'll delete the podcast on accident
0: (laughs) i'm just on here to talk and drink beer yeah i bring the beer yingling sponsor us please yeah
3: yeah that's pretty good my old man's never tried that my dad's a yingling guy he would like that here you want to take one no one's good for me one and done that's what i always say yep i should have told you guys to get twist tea you want one like i want him for noah we gave it to him last I time. I had some. Did
4: you? Yeah.
3: I didn't you notice how he like perked up towards the end? I didn't get all of that. First time We first take time care he of our his viewers. buddies and said about drinking twisted tea, we're like, how much you drink, Noah? And he's like me. He's lightweight. He's like, I don't know. I had three, and then I lost count. Oh,
1: I guarantee you, If I had one, <laughs> I'd be blue, diarrhea them.
3: Oh, shit. You should have had a beer. Yeah, then this unedited podcast would have been fantastic. <laughs>
2: Two would have made it the FCC would be taking us down
3: (laughs) I can hear dude right now you guys are fucking boring oh we were busting his balls about his entourage the women not you know battling Renee my wife Renee she'll tell you that's why I go on the hill because she'll run her mouth she will run her mouth I've looked at her and she'll tell you I've looked at her and said shut the fuck up because like I don't want to fight I mean I'll if I have to get into something, I'll get into something, but I don't want to. And she, she's just like, fuck that stupid fucking, fucking asshole.
2: mine will run her mouth to our own people. I'll get pulled aside by, by skinny and he'll be telling me something. He'll be a little stern with me.
3: Yeah. And she'll be like, fuck, you gotta fucking talk to him like that. And I'm like, honey, he's giving me pointers. Shut the fuck up. Well, I'm telling dude. you, like if Renee had been in the pits for the tough love, I'd have been an asshole. I say no, you probably would have got day. the bloody nose. So I forgot to tell you that one before. Like I don't know who the lady was. She come to Fuzzy. How'd she say that? Do you remember?
1: She's, I listened to him talk to his kid after a race, and he's not a very nice guy. <laughs> he's
3: not a nice guy. Like I was, <laughs> I was pretty hard on him.
1: I can't remember who the hell it
2: was either. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out well, why they it talking was talking to you about it. Yeah, like, like I said, to the boys. I, it would be nice. Probably to have, because they knew I'd relay like the message. Like it's. I'm jealous when everybody gets to tell me that.
3: I, I guarantee, like, especially the way Caleb has talked back to me, if I would have spoke back to my dad like that, I'd still be picking teeth up.
1: I'd be dead. Hey, you can't use that. Remember the reel you sent me today? Yeah. yeah we can't, we can't yeah. tell our kids. Have
3: you guys watched that Gen X talks? Gen no. X the way likes,
1: Gen X talks to
3: their kids. Oh, we're Gen, you're not Gen X. I'm a millennial. You're a millennial, fuck's sake. <laughs> all right we better shut it off <laughs> busting your balls
2: what's your goals this year jim bloom Well, yeah, i guess the last time we talked to you was mid-season so
3: yeah yeah
0: um well how'd you fare out this year what's your what's your ask him season?
3: ask me what did, did we talk about how you fared out what well, do you mean how i fared
2: oh. out about what
3: where you ended up racing how your season went we've got to kind of bring this back on the rails somehow yeah. so i have something to edit into the podcast
1: well i mean we started out thunder mountain um hummingbird mountain one one at thunder mountain yeah we were terrible car was completely off the rails every lap every week that i showed up with you know was convinced we had it fixed we didn't what was it july it was fan appreciation night when
3: when we found when, that when
1: we figured out that it well the week sometime through that week cuz we won fan appreciation night. Okay. And uh
3: the night the night we actually figured it out, it rained out. Because you won your heat and I won my heat. And I was like and my wife was kicking my ass cuz it's like he's fast. I mean, he's he's still telling us it's not right. It's not right. It's not right. And he was turning consistent 15 five laps, and that's rolling in the Pro Stock class. You know, I mean, Right now, our class, Bruce is, Bruce is kind of on another level. Like, if Bruce gets out front, he's, he's gone, you know? But Fuzzy, like, got out front one night and, and was able to hold that down. You turned lap times fast enough that you held him down. Um, so I'd say lap times-wise, you got Bruce, then,
4: then Fuzz, then probably me. Um, Jimmy kind of struggled. But you ended up with how many wins? i ended up with
1: three wins this year three four till my rear end broke
3: <laughs> yeah, well, I, yeah. Could, I could
1: have raced a couple of modifies i pulled on the racetrack yeah, listen,
3: and... he'd, he'd won that night hands down um wait, did you make a lap no. so that was the night i knocked the front end off of my car and gathered jimmy Challengeworth up in it and uh we go out for the feature he's gonna kick our ass jimmy and i
4: both knew that and he just Drives off fucking track. I'm like, now I'm leading. (laughs) Fuck! What a piece of
3: shit. Oh my god! It was was like watching two monkeys
1: trying to fuck a football. I swear to God, (laughs) they couldn't hold the corners either one of them. They were just all over the racetrack, running up the racetrack, down the racetrack. They just, I, I would not have wanted to drive those struggle buses. I thought, now you motherfuckers know what I went through all year. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Weren't you going to race
2: yours this year without the nose? Oh,
0: you don't even want to try don't that. Even try. Don't even think about it. Thank God for Milton. He drove his side by side from Hidden Valley to Brad's house in Curwensville. Really? Uh-huh. In less than 10 minutes, he was back with the spare nose. Oh my God. And thank God you guys had
3: bolts because <laughs> we didn't have shit. So the the weight of the bumper and all the aluminum and everything, and then you put the, the pressure of the downforce like i knew it made a difference but you take all that off and they immediately get this rear percentage in them that, like when you pull the trigger you're kind of like this in a car like holy fuck this thing will just go and then you try to get it Another in the corner and you're ship. like this this thing won't turn to save its ass so i was trying to baby mine around like i'd get down a corner and set it down on the nose and then it wouldn't it wouldn't exit well behind me challenge was trying the opposite like he was trying to blaze his into the corner so i'm going and he's blowing in the corner and the front end's shoving yep. it was just it was and it was all my fault because i was i was trying to catch him in the heat race and i fucking whacked the u car
1: hey all in all after all that for the way that my year went to i mean i tried to break the car tried to break me you know what i mean to One still to come points. out on the you know points end of it Leading win points championship and actually get a few wins after all the struggling, a couple
3: wins, whatever. so my my goal is, my goal is to win one when everybody else is on their game because we won two, won one with the nose knocked clean off, then won the next week, started eight, but Bruce wasn't there and and like I said I want I want to win when they're all there, you know what I mean? It means more when when you're battling everybody. Um, I want a one-two, you know. But I I finished third in points with two wins. It it was it was an all right season. I had a lot of shit. We were fast and it'd break. Fast and it'd break. And we finally think we finally figured it out because we were throwing belts off. i Think we finally figured it out the last couple races. But I'm gonna tear everything off the front. Um, Noah. Went to the swap meet and excuse me, he came up with a like a different pulley system, like a Jones pulley system or something. Conklin wants me to put that on, but I don't know that. I I'm I'm a creature of habit. I want to know my familiar shit. So we'll see what I do.
1: My goal. Go kick ass and take some more names. That's all. Make more enemies. That's all I got.
2: Make more enemies. Yeah. Connor gets the street stalk, wreck (laughs) him.
3: Uh, or the way we've been texting this back and forth and i mean maybe this isn't the right thing to say but back to what we were saying earlier about like your friend's circle you know keeps getting smaller and smaller and like maybe we're weeding them out maybe they're weeding themselves out but i think both of our both of our theories for this season is fuck them like
1: that's been my theory all along. Yeah. I finally got you on
2: board. Yeah. Your friend yeah. circle is becoming a straight line.
3: Yeah. There's only there's only a couple there. What about you, Justin?
2: What are you planning on next year? What's your know. goals? We're... You better come up with a good fucking meme.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: He's got a really good meme on you. You got to come up with a good call. meme. I'll, I'll yeah. put one together for you. That's your meme. I mean, that, that should be a goal this year.
0: I think our goal is just to go race and have fun, you know. Not get taken out by yeah. lap car or anything like that. Get turned down on by...
3: Lap
0: car. Well, not even lap cars. Cars that are slower than what you are, but they just won't let you pass, and it wasn't even him. <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
2: I'm
3: looking to see if like, there was a story
2: no, no, The there. sad part no. is it's, it's a veteran who, who knows better. Yeah,
3: yeah,
0: it is. But, you know, Connor, you've you've come tenfold by the end of the year, 100%. Now he needs new helmet. Yeah, well, he might. Heads go he might. But uh, no, I had a more I want to get it
2: off at the end of the year there. I
0: think everybody's goal at the end of the year is to win races. Yeah. I'd love to put another one under my belt, but
3: they're harder and harder to come by. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: George Sankey told me, he said, Yeah, you won one. He said, Now go win 10. Yeah. So, but uh,
3: no, ultimate goal is just to have fun. So I was told the first one, once you get the first one out of the way, it's easy kiss my ass that is bullshit you might know how to get the car around there but a win especially in this day and age there isn't a win that comes easy you know what i mean there's there's a struggle somewhere along the line to get it yeah i mean everybody race against
0: on a on any given night in our class there was there was five guys that could have won yeah yeah night
2: i must not have started that night
3: (laughs) (laughs) What about
0: you? By, by the end of the year, you
3: were you were there. You were you were coming. Do you know your plans yet?
0: Um,
2: if we race and we have the new motor, maybe start talking about a win. Um, but definitely consistency yes. um, and continuing to understand setup and adjustments and and dial the car closer to where that line is.
0: Yeah. Um, you race win.
2: I don't. I mean, really, I don't even care about winning anything yet. Just having fun and You will win one, come. Well, then we're gonna keep pushing that off. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? First win is like a first piece of ass.
1: Once you get that first one, buddy, look out! That's all you're gonna want.
3: You're chasing. Yeah. You're, you'd be chasing from
2: then on. But if we, you know, if we do put a get the new chassis put together, we're gonna be working out a lot of bugs and stuff. Back to square one again. So, just gonna roll with the punches and work on consistency.
3: In the podcast. In the podcast.
2: Bring it to the track. Get
1: everybody in winter really fired up.
3: We just start doing some have, interviews, put them all together. I have a, a rig put together. <clears throat> we can call it the garage. Oh, sorry. I was going to go there. <laughs>
2: I don't have to
1: piss right now. You want me to piss on? Oh,
3: sorry.
2: Oh, we're live. Yeah. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, we, we do have a rig this year to take out and do like uh, interviews with winners at their trailers.
4: Nice. Good. Who, somebody else used to do that.
3: Yeah, Um, Ron Fox. Yeah, Ron Fox. Remember, they they had on their they actually had a little thing that they an excerpt that they would put on Channel Ten every now and then. What the hell was that called? You remember?
4: I go. He interviewed about Amp. Yeah, he
3: interviewed you at Amp.
4: He was nice. Yeah,
3: good job. Yeah, I don't know why. I I think the the station cut his job or something. So
2: I think too would be continuing like some of the outreach stuff we do getting some cars or butts and seats. Oh, uh, talked with a towing company about getting some cars in our parade in Osceola. Like nice. you guys did. So I might have to borrow some banners.
3: Hey, so, so listen, um, this year we're, we're talking about that parade again. And I I know the lady, she's like the grand marshal, I guess what you want to call the parade. And if I can put five trucks in and she'll accept five trucks, I want five trucks with five cars, you know what I mean? Five trucks with five cars, tracks. Like I would love to do Hummingbird, Hidden Valley, Marion center, you know, everything that's, we talked about being local here. I would love to have all of them represented because Marion centers band plays in that parade. You know, there's stuff from falls Creek. that's in that parade. They're obviously stuff from Clearfield. So, so why not? Why not over, represent by. something? Cause because the Clearfield County Tourism Authority they list all the time all the stuff going on in Clearfield and Hidden Valley's never mentioned. UMI th- is.
2: I've thought about calling them before. Yeah. About, I know we we talked about taking some cars out for uh like they do trunk or treats yes. now.
3: Yeah.
2: Um doing some stuff like it just we have a couple of different outreach ideas and stuff. Yep.
3: Well, yeah. Well, problem is
2: that late in the season shit's tore up.
3: Yeah fuzzy and i are i mean we're both kind of assholes when 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 we're assholes but both of us love kids too you know my boy's talking about him that's that's why they fell in love with him is because he would make time for them and go out of his way for them so i think that's how you put butts in the seat right now as you you target that group and then make the parents bring them
2: justin wrap us up oh jesus
0: how do you wrap up this <laughs> yeah melee <laughs> Now, but well, guys, thank you. Thank you very much for uh, stirring the shit tank, giving us a little insight on both your lives and your racing. And uh, we wish you the best in the 2024 season. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. And uh,
2: it's Black Friday when this releases.
0: Yeah, well, after the fact,
4: if you get it done, you'll be like, this Christmas is, Christmas. This Christmas. is an yeah. editing nightmare, yeah, you well, two assholes. We, yeah. But uh yeah,
0: thanks again. We wish you the best of luck. Uh happy Thanksgiving. Good luck to everybody hunting. Let's get ready for the 2024 season. Absolutely.
2: Uh Fudge, you got anybody you want to thank or shout out on here? Uh I'd like to thank all my sponsors,
1: uh, all my fans, uh, my family. Of course, everybody that sticks by me and uh keeps supporting me while I do what I do. Um hopefully 2024 is better than 2023 at this point
0: yeah
3: jim Jim, what about you oh man um all of our sponsors we lost a couple so like like we're seeking again you know when we got news the one sponsor a little we're a little nervous where our our season might go um kenny mclaughlin like he's doing the boys he's building a car for the boys so we're really excited about that um russ clark keystone rail Recovery uh milk teats you know we're still running an engine that i got from milt a few years ago john conklin these guys have been awesome ed Rande, grandig towing um matt hugel um m&t uh sanitation they came back on again this year so my wife she she tolerates a ton of shit <laughs> she she gives me a ton of <laughs> this game but i i probably wouldn't do it without her support there there was a time where i was I was determined I was gonna race with her without her, but she she makes it worth it i I've said before that she's a good spotter, you know she'll some of this text messages I get from her through the evening about racing and the guys we're racing with fuck fuzzy, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but at the end of the day, like, like she might be bitching she's still cheering for him like if I'm the first one out he he's the next one up, so. I'm excited for 2024. We'll see what happens. Like, like I said, I, <clears throat> I want to win. I want to win when everybody's there. Um, fuzzy and I'll both say that like
4: our sh- biggest goal uh, is, is the Ina, you know, um, I'd say that I want to one, two at the Ina. And that's probably the only one where I, I
3: want definitely want the one, and he can have the two. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure he's thinking the same thing because neither of us have won that race. No,
1: definitely the same as far as that race goes. I mean, I've had no, I've been plagued by nothing but bad luck. Sometimes I think it's my own bad, my own yeah. my own bullshit in my head because
4: yep, you want it, it, it
1: so bad, and yep. you know, I, sometimes I think I lose focus of the car. And
4: I, I led over half of that race, and. Had a caution with two laps to go and got past with two laps to go.
3: That one still stings a bit.
1: (laughs) If I ever ever let it, I started on the pole and it didn't last long. (laughs) That's all I can say. I didn't pass my way
4: to the front now. Ta da, we're done.